0: All right, what's up guys? Welcome to the Cymatic Show. We have Bonnie X Clyde here today. What up?
1: What's wow. up? Way
2: to say it right, I love you.
1: <laughs> I
0: actually was consciously thinking after that, that thing. I would've definitely thanks. said Bonnie and Clyde. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for coming out.
1: Thanks for having us. We're really happy to be here, we love you guys. This
0: is, this is our first four person show. So yeah, this is awesome. Hopefully See? Alex can keep up on switching to everybody because it's it's going to be a bit tough. Is it called a foursome?
3: <laughs> is that what that's called? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. wow.
0: So, is that what my DM should say to people with, with duos? Like, hey, you trying to come out for a foursome of Cymatics? <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm> like, what?
1: <laughs>
0: no, that's that's funny. Dude, the, the search results thing that you guys were just talking about, though, uh, to fix that, to beat Bonnie and Clyde, dude, you got to, like, the website, you have to
3: build links, you got to do all kinds of things. But that's hard yourself. to do with oh, an yeah. artist. Like, what are they going to have link back that's for why it. we, we so put the X we so for all of our like random shit you know what I mean yeah
0: like or, or like even the more people google your name the more you'll start to like rank over it but dude that shit's tough I didn't know oh, yeah. think about that
1: no but that's why we did the X is because if you just type Bonnie and Clyde and you don't like we're not the only things that pop up by any means It's like all kinds of stuff, movies, you know. But yeah. you
2: search Bonnie X Clyde and it's the only thing you find.
1: I'm like, you just see this beautiful face. And like, <laughs> Have you guys ever
2: seen the artists that'll do something weird in their name and you, there's no chance of
0: getting it, like the the weird symbol or something, and you're just like, oh yeah, that's oh yeah, so like, stupid. How do no, you do, or the people so that put the
2: like V's that. for the U's yeah, or that's all that common. stuff. I mean, I I catch on, but it's just it's, it's cool, just but fun. it's yeah. hard for the user, you know? Yeah, what I'm or
1: the numbers that are like in the name. <laughs> yeah, like seven yeah. instead of like.
2: Yeah, but it also like made some people too. Like I feel like Blau wouldn't be Blau without it looking like a three I, because people
1: are like
3: is it a three I, is but it the a thing P? is i called him three lao for the longest time
1: i did too for a little for like
3: for like two years <laughs> i called him three loud he was always
1: really hard for me said, to look him up dead mall five but i like yeah, yeah, you
3: don't know have
0: like, like, dead mall five people like dead this isn't it. too bad of one i think but people say dead mall five
1: no they Idiots. do i've heard they, they do definitely.
2: <laughs> it's
0: kind of but goofy. i think
1: it actually can help it, it like creates this little like
2: you know layer of discovery with the project where you have like you're able to have that revelation moment of oh it's called this rather than being like oh it's that and then that's that. You know, it like like gives you more le- to
0: talk about. You know what? You know what helped <laughs> know. us a ton? Dot FM instead of dot com. It's the weirdest yeah. branding thing. Every I time people it? see dot FM, it's just what bottom. does, does FM f- mean?
3: The uh, it's just like it's like another Dude, it's URL. A, no, no, but it's like, like it's like, FM, yeah, like yeah, it doesn't really no mean radio it's station. It's just cool. No you one else. It sounds it. like
0: radio or like FM. synthesis, this is, but it, yeah. It literally is like the Federation of Morocco or some crazy, like, country oh. that uses dot... like has, has a their, hosting thing. Yeah, like dot US. Yeah. It's like, but yeah. it's cool for music because it just looks cool. Like, Definitely.
3: Yeah, so. Dude, the cool thing about it, too, is that we would, when people would, like... Posts about us on Facebook, they wouldn't say Cymatics, they'd say Cymatics.fm, which would link to our website every time. Yeah. so we probably got yeah. hundred thousand wow. links over time. Yeah, that's, a, that's a secret it. trick. Yeah, that's if great. If your
0: Facebook name has a .fm or .com, anytime they tag you on Facebook, it actually links. To it links to your too. website. It's like the, wow, and you build hella backlinks. It's like a bunch of. <laughs> it, it was a crazy trick. So great. Yeah, y'all well,
3: should uh, tell us a story about the the Porsche because I'm dying to know about that. Yeah, because that's a it, it is a great it, story.
0: Okay, quick so. backstory. They rolled up in a sweet Porsche, and I was like, "Where'd you guys get that thing?" I'm like, <laughs> thing I
2: thought so the story on this car is basically um long story short we wanted in a raffle lo- lo- <laughs> but the long story ish is that I had I was at home four months ago and I was talking to my mom about how I wanted to like just get a new car I had a car for a while when like Lisa some sort of drop top I'm in LA I want something cool like so I want a, a convertible
1: like, mom I want a sports car no
2: not a sports car <laughs> I, just something cool like I don't know what it. What it what, I wasn't even going that deep and she was like just hold off on all that
1: yeah.
2: I put in for this raffle um, if we, we win the car you can just have it like I'm not gonna drive that the, this car or whatever it's ridiculous yeah. so anyway
1: it was like a joke though kind of so you know? four
2: days if not four days car. later like I, I forgot that she said this she reminded me when she called me on the phone later she was like oh I'm going to the thing tonight like if I win the car like it's your she reminded me like the day of like that's whatever crazy. And then, but like
1: it's a raffle of like 700 or more people <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <it's laughs> like
2: that's like one of our giveaways people counting on that to win yeah, yeah exactly yeah. whatever and um I just get a call from, like, my dad and my cousin. and They're all blowing All the him one up. time, like, yo, we want the car, what the heck? And mom's
1: <laughs> screaming, like, I want that car. <laughs> and we were, I was literally freaking out, like, no and, way.
2: But the, the coolest, like, background story about the car and the charity is that, Here's so my, my Aunt hand. Michelle, um, before she died, she was, like, the type of lady that was, like, the life that would, like, bring all the rich people together for, like, charity functions. And, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, the catalyst to, like, a lot of people coming together for, like, good causes or whatever. So when she was diagnosed with colon cancer she became heavily involved with this charity organization, organization the colon cancer alliance of america and so she was part of that for 2 years and then the year after she died was the charity auction mm-hmm. that did not auction the charity event gala whatever dinner um that was close and yeah and, and like she why we got the car, and another one of my cousins got a like a crazy Rolex off the th- whole thing like
1: it was weird it was like it was like his weird his like like my aunt him. like blessed,
2: like was like, let's like, like
1: like you like, get a porsche
2: sure. that's, <laughs> that's luck of the draw <laughs> it's that is- wild. she was uh, she's also the aunt that was married to my uncle, well, she's by blood, he's by marriage, but he actually, when I was sixteen, he's the dude that for my birthday got me my first pair of decks like they were that like and uncle combo they were like. The oh, the party people yeah, like they, yeah, yeah yeah they were just like dope that's the best way I can describe it that's crazy dude the the yeah.
0: same thing happened at one of our events recently so essentially this kid's walking out and he knows my sister they went to school together he's just a producer showing up to come hang out he's walking out and my sister says hey why don't you stay for the giveaway he's like ah uh, I guess dude wins a pair of Yamahas he's like <laughs> and he's like yeah he's like getting fired up and stuff but it was just raining he was about to walk out of the building dude so. you gotta make
3: sure you're there because there's the first time we did a giveaway at our event there was like I think like three or four people got called and they weren't they didn't show up they bought tickets wow. and they didn't show up and they didn't win pairs people really don't think people that, so love when yeah. they don't call the name though I know they I know people like people are like yes, yeah <laughs> <Keep it> going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: um, um, yo, so I think something that'd be really cool for this time I ask people to hear is like you guys' story about like first linking up, working. At, I think it was school, right? When you guys were still in school and started yeah, working together, yeah. and you guys were doing the Skype thing because yeah. so many people complain about like distant, where they live and stuff. And I think you guys yeah. are like definition of like just made it happen through like long distance and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, um, I think a huge part of that was I had no idea how to produce in Ableton. And Daniel like knew if he taught me Ableton, it would just change everything for us. So yeah, our, my um, senior year of college, his senior year of college too, we just were on Skype. I was at Virginia Tech, twenty
2: fourteen into fifteen.
1: Yeah, he was at University of Miami, and uh, we got, we got this program. It was called um, she like could share control screen. my mouse.
2: Yeah, yeah, i think yeah, it was called Share screen like that and like we were just like and we would flop. control
1: each other's mouses. it was actually really cool wow, there was obviously was some technical difficulties a couple songs but. that
2: way nothing that actually got released at that time but it was all yeah. like development of what was you know because we didn't actually have the brand mm-hmm. in mind at that time we just knew yeah. that we were like working on music and that graduation college was ending and we wanted to do something and but by the end we started to be like okay what's this brand like what are we really about to like graduate and be like, this is what we're doing
1: right Yeah. now. But the summer before our senior year, we knew that if we didn't do something our senior year uh, to prepare for when we graduated, that we'd be just like anyone else graduating. And like, at the time, I had a lot of friends and sororities and all these things, and they're all planning to like go back home, and it genuinely freaked me like, out. No I was like, you know what I mean? Not,
2: no plan. It's like, you know, I'll yeah. figure I'll figure it out. I don't know really know what I'm doing. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe I'll get this job. And we were just like, as soon as we graduated, well, that last month of graduate, before graduation and the end of college, I, was, I called Paige and I was like, Psst, Bonnie and Clyde, like, it's gonna work. Like, I just see it. Like, we I closed get, we my had eyes like, and yeah. I just saw, like, the silhouette of the female and the male with the white screen behind it. And I was just like, I see that. Like, I see it working. And I, I just, like, saw the, fu- the future, like, you know what I mean? Like, real yeah. quick. And I was like, we gotta do this. Like, it's gonna work. And literally, like, the next day, I wrote this, like, big business plan, like, probably 10 pages about, like, how we we're gonna do it, the order, why it was gonna work, like whole the whole thing. And I literally, yeah. like, when I, when we finished school, I literally go to my parents. I'm like, this is what I'm about to do. I just
1: like our, both of our parents are kind of like, show us what's good because totally it, yeah. we were yeah. talking to our parents the whole time. But they're our parents are both from the same area. Um, they're kind of like similar in that they're like, you no, know, show me what you're gonna do, and I'll be about it. Uh, so we really laid it all out for them. <laughs> like,
2: so they gave exactly. us some time. Um, in the sense where they weren't like prep, like, get a job, get a job. And they were like, we you know, we'll like, help you out a little, a,
1: but yeah, then we ended up living in like this really... So so we
2: had a, a month home. left in our lease in August after graduation. We stayed in, in Virginia for like two months, made our first song, which was The Ride. Um, and that was like the first time, that, that was when we were actually at home, like, because... Uh, after we graduated from school, we hung out at home for six weeks, you know, like our Mm -hmm. hometown before we went back to Miami because I had a month left on the lease, made the song, had some resonation on SoundCloud, We're like, oh, snap, like, now it's something, something's happening, and then when we went to Miami, we were able to, like, show this song to, like, the people that I knew there, and we were able to play, like, Mad Decent Block Party, and we closed for Bro Safari, and we played on this other tour, we were, like, back-to-back-to-back shows every weekend, just from, like...
1: And this uh, is, keep in mind, like, when I really did not know how to DJ. <laughs> Wait, is this,
2: is this just like you guys just put out one song like, by yourself? Did you have management help No, at nothing. At that point? No, no nothing. like, just, I had... Just us on SoundCloud. Who did you talk had, to? Had, who Jay? was it that you knew? For what? Like, when you went down to Miami, you said you showed Okay, so, so basically, like, I went to University of Miami. So when mm-hmm. I was... Before Bonnie and Clyde, before I was even doing anything with Paige, I, I used yeah. to play shows all over Miami. So through that experience, I just, like, mm-hmm. knew the right players in Miami to show, to be like, yo, I have something that I really believe in right now and
1: Some guys that like do some low-key bookings mm-hmm. and
2: Actually the first Bonnie and Clyde show ever was um Right towards right. the end of college maybe like the last week of college or something because I had figured out the brand and I wanted to get the brand on a bill mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like on something so yeah. I could be like So it yeah. was when Slander and Nightmare were first coming up so we were I, well she wasn't even there she was, I was just needed the name on a bill. Like I needed just something. I was like, don't worry about getting there. It's all about the name. Bill. It was
1: so funny. So it was, I was like, like slander I and
2: and, uh, and me. And I remember going up to, to Scott and Derek who like, they're like our brothers now. Like we love them and so much love. Anyway. Um, I showed him the, showed him the, the logo that we had at the time with a picture with Bonnie X Clyde and the whole thing. He's like, he's like, bro, that's going to work. Like, we that had was like met the first before
1: that
2: though uh, maybe like a, yeah yeah, years before why he, like, like really way before yeah, it. but uh yeah he he and that like conversation with him like really helped give me a lot of like confidence in like the project and in general, and like not that I didn't feel yeah. good about it or anything like that, but I was like, oh somebody you know at the times, oh slander man, like you know they're blowing up but I mean they're they're huge they're blown out. but regardless, it's like some good like gratification like Solidification? What's the word I'm looking for? Like validation. validation. Validation, thank you. Validation <laughs> on like, this was a good idea, and so then going into summer the song, whatever, when we went back to Miami, it was Jason Shaw at Electric Love, who's who's the guy in Miami that throws a lot of shows. Love Jason, yeah, great guy. Yeah, he's been a supporter from, from the beginning, and like I said, the string of shows, and that string of shows got the attention of... Um, he's
1: also like a manager without being a manager, just always gave us great advice, he yeah, yeah. was like yeah, trying man, to like fit us in.
2: in the mm-hmm. game, knew everybody. Yeah. But uh,
1: but you skipped a whole part. Which part? The so before we were Bonnie and Clyde, we went through a bunch of names like Hansel and Gretel. Like there were oh, like, the actual, like the actual, like the
2: actual. She's talking about the actual process like of he's going through the list of names, <laughs> like all like all the names that with the potential names. Like obviously
1: when we got Bonnie and Clyde, before we were a little Bonnie little and Clyde, like Bonnie plan, and Clyde was always
2: on the list, but it wasn't. It was like not There were a bunch of
1: other names that were. Semi-thought about. The
2: worst. Brangelina.
1: Oh, there were some really people said, uh, what was another one? (laughs)
2: Brangelina could have been huge. What brangelina Um, could have been.
0: Honestly, just think of like the most epic
1: guy girl duo names, we probably considered it for a second. And then Bonnie X Clyde, like after doing research, and at the time, we were really heavily into trap music. Like, even though I've been a singer forever, I was like, I want to go hard, trap, all that stuff. And like Mad Decent, all that stuff was popping. Diplo was heavily, you know, coming up with like all kinds of trap stuff. And The Bonnie and Clyde, you know, them being criminals and all that stuff Mm -hmm. worked with, like, our whole hard trap brand, and, uh, yeah, it just worked at the time, and we really felt it, and that's why we really ran with it, because, like, yeah, when we saw, like, the guy-girl thing, and even still, like, there really isn't, like, a guy-girl duo, like, in the space we're at that's, like
3: kind of it's kind really of not do what kids kids do. like it's like the last doing I really
1: think
2: of it's like Cruella and Nero. Yeah, and they, they or broke up. Or Luna up. George.
1: Right, but Cruella. Uh, Luna George Luna is good, not a but they're not really, really doing like the dance. They're kind of more like indie pop oriented,
2: but there is some dance. You know
0: like, what's funny about it? It. Sure. Luna George?
2: It's like when you hear the name, you
1: think it's just a George.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. one bad thing the about voice?
0: their brand. I feel
2: like it's it well, they also won. brand it with a guy in the background like heavily. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they
1: do brand it like that,
2: which is not necessarily bad. No,
0: yeah. no,
1: a no. brand.
2: Luna George feels like a girl's name. Yeah, it feels like a girl's name. Yeah, yeah that's the first it's thing also I, I
1: think there's a reason behind it. I think they want her to be the the face of it. honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Paige love- loves
2: photo shoots because she just like takes the center of the frame and then like so let's take a step back, take a step back, <laughs> take a step back, Actually, and Daniel then I'm opinion. out of focus and she's <laughs> like perfect.
1: Well, it's super funny. Like a lot of people don't know, but when he was. Spending you know, 10 years de- just being a DJ before we met up, like I was a singer who also was trying to like get into like acting and modeling and stuff so uh-huh. like I just have this whole other background aside from music that I think helps us a lot. Oh, do for you, sure. Do, you know, you're a model now.
0: <laughs> you,
1: no, but it does, you know.
0: Do you think it helps a lot that like you have vocals? Like yeah. that you're a singer because I think a lot of the producer acts and stuff like that's one missing link that they, there's there's not yeah. like that vocal thing that I think the masses connect with so much better. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I actually find it interesting um because I've just been a singer for so long, and a lot of these producers that I'm like, because this is such a small industry, everyone's comparing everyone whether everyone wants to believe it or not. And I'm heavily compared to like a lot of just producers who don't sing. But are trying to sing because they like think that it's gonna help their brand, mm-hmm. and I think that's so dope. But it's just interesting that I'm, you know, compared to that, be- just because you're in this duo, that's a production DJ yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just wild because where I come from is so different. Like I'm so vocal first, like with everything, like even with my production process, like everything happens for me vocally first. And do y'all know.
3: record a lot of stuff at home? Is that where yeah. do you record most of the time?
1: Yeah, at House, home yeah.
3: a lot. Only home or you like know, studios we, too. Studios too. I mean, we recently
2: signed to Ultra Records, yeah. uh, so like they've we've gone to a handful of studios with them where they've we've recorded with them. But generally, yeah, we have a yeah. Telefunken AR fifty one microphone with Which a uh, Apollo Duo interface. Uh, <laughs> based, you know,
3: do you do anything to treat the room, or is it mostly? Just oh, I have. Just, a, yeah, 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 we have the whole room treated, and we Spent, ha- do like, it on top
2: of a carpet, <laughs> and yeah, we try to be as as conscious of. The
3: noise as possible and turn off the AC. I think a lot of people use the that lights buzz. Turn vocals, off the lights. Like uh, like I don't have a studio to use, so I'm not yeah. gonna record them. But you can do it at home. Definitely. Oh my Dude, gosh,
2: Aria! I remember seeing an Aria YouTube video like two years ago or something, where he made "Are You Okay?" and it was literally oh, him yeah. on voice notes with his brother, just saying "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" Yeah. And then like making this one of my favorite songs.
1: No, some of our like. Bigger songs uh, were made off of like a voice memo thing. And a lot of the time, the most creative stuff happens when we're not in the studio. And then I like bring it to the studio. Not the recording in
2: the voice memo. Not the voice memo recording in the song, just like the inspiration. The the idea. But they're talking about the physical recording,
1: I think. Well, Rise Above, wasn't that? It was just in a bedroom. Oh, so you guys just ripped that. that Yeah, like a lot of our old stuff um, comes from voice memo stuff. Not like fully ripped, but like in a way. There's some glitchy like vocal chops and stuff. Honestly, when you voice memo stuff, sometimes with the vocal chopping, it sounds cooler because it's no. like more distorted, yeah, more and, character. And I've stuff. seen like yeah.
3: Dioro. I think he did. Uh, what was it, Melbourne bounce? He did the pre-drop vocal on voice notes. Yeah. on that did one. He? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did a little production video on that. I always
1: say that like if I were to die, like you took my voice memos, you'd find some. More <laughs> like my voice memos is like my diary of life. <laughs> I'm sure that's that I'm way for use, a lot of us. I don't use, I don't ones, use but...
2: voice memos at all. Pretty much for anything.
1: Oh my gosh, guys, it's magical.
2: You're more about voice message.
1: You know voice the time you spend, do, like, I you noting? I see voice messages all the time. <laughs> yeah. it's the time it's, you spend noting No, it's quicker. Like, yeah. It could be yeah. voice memo. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's so much easier just to send somebody, like, a voice message, you know what I'm saying? Plus, there's no yeah. there's no shit. Sometimes I make awkward jokes when I'm messaging people, and I'm like, I fuck around a lot, but then people don't get it on the other side. So when they you, are texting? Yeah. yeah, when I'm yeah, texting, because yeah. I am I'm, I'm, fuck around 99% of the time, mm-hmm. so then they, like, get this awkward, like, uh, you know uh, what I'm saying? I don't know what to do. Yeah. Say. Like I remember, the funniest
3: uh, was that one guy. That
0: yeah, yeah. This guy uh, Jeff feels funny. He's working with San Holo, so he, they're coming in to town. We were doing a collab and on a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and Jeff texts me. He's like, "Hey, you know, I'm getting you guys on the list for the show because we went to go watch the show when he was playing." And I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Sweet, just get these four names." I was like, "Yeah, all we need is a limo and two security guards and a couple champagne bottles." And I was just fucking <laughs> around with him. He like, <laughs> <laughs> thought you were dead ass serious. Yeah, but I said in the dead ass series, He's like, oh, "Let me check for that for you," and he's like. I'm sorry, man. I don't think we can accommodate that. <laughs> yeah, I asked about it. <laughs> You think I'm asking for a fucking limo, bro? Fucking, we'll ride down, you know? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. so, um, yo, yeah, so I think another interesting thing, like, dude, that's a fast come up. Like, you're talking releasing song, showing people opening up for people, you know what I'm saying? Instantly kind of going into it. What were the next steps that you think really started to build your fan base? Like what was it, a string of releases? I
1: do wanna mention, just while we were on the topic of like our first show, um, because aside from the first Daniel just showing up and I wasn't there, us being billed on the slander kind of show, mm-hmm. we had this show, well we, were, we had multiple shows where like it was kind of the process of Daniel still teaching me how to DJ, cause he's been DJing at this time for like 10 years. So Daniel's really good mm-hmm. and He's trying to teach me. Uh, while we're like also getting gigs, and I'll never forget this one show we played, at closing
2: for Bro Safari at Grand Central.
1: <laughs> it was uh,
2: same that month, that August month, that that summer, that where we had the four shows, yeah, four yeah, weekends yeah. thing, like, yeah, with our only month left in Miami.
1: Yeah, and we're and we go to perform, and uh, it was the time when we like didn't have management, but we were getting. I just was a horrible DJ and I'll never forget that was the one time I got off stage and I said to myself, I will never DJ again until I know everything about I remember the CDJs. looking <laughs> over
2: at Jason Shaw or like the promoter Jason Shaw at the time and he was just like
1: He was like what he happened? He was like she's got nothing, it was just
2: train wrecking Dad will save it. He's like, <laughs> dude, whatever. whatever yeah, it was just it like was.
1: I wasn't aware of everything involving the CDJs. Clean. Like I had only had like maybe two or three lessons of him like showing me some stuff. But I'm not kidding. It, it taught me so much, and thankfully it was like you know we were closing and all that stuff. But it taught me so much. I was like, I'm never gonna. I, I went home and I was like, that's why. I don't know if you guys are aware, but at the beginning of our career, we used to like DJ live all the time like we had on Facebook like like once
2: a week we did like 10 of them I think
3: I remember that
1: yeah Yeah. it became a thing or every other week or something um but it was almost where I know we did a bunch of them and I felt we were oversaturating ourselves a little bit because you know there's something about I think that's cool
2: it's also draining to make a new mix every week of new music different music and like I'm like bro I'm trying to work on music I'm not trying to like I mean I lot. like finding new music and putting in mixes and stuff but I'm not trying to do that every like I wake yeah. up on Monday and I'm st- was like tripping on like the mix cuz like you know we got more yeah. busy so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. when you're just chilling and you're like oh I have the one the one show once a week to pay the bills we had like one res- a residency yeah. in Palm Beach at this place called Lux and we'd drive up there and they give us a hotel room and we'd make 500 so bucks and that's literally how we paid the rent we paid, we lived in a room we lived in one room together for Five hundred dollars a month for like the first year of this project and like the hood, like to where kids were like, coming up on our porch, like in the back, and like robbed our friends with guns. There's like a crack like house on like, the corner. It was it was crazy like really crazy stuff. shit. Like yeah. then I had I had like, like Ice
1: Cube on the street rolling up in like his bike,
2: <laughs> like for real. It was, wild. He was talking about Iceberg. I think Iceberg, some rapper from South Miami. Regardless, it was like not the okay, vibe. Yeah, maybe not like, as where cool we as were. Ice Cube. And <laughs> and that's what happened. So you're talking about the next part is we after that month of. Playing those shows and being like Florida is where we need to be. Virginia, there's none of this stuff. Yeah. Or around D.C. Um,
1: we couldn't play as many shows. Not in nearly. DC. Like and
2: 10, 10, 10 uh, so at the same time, we were making the song called "Rise Above," and um, I remember we finished the song, and then we sent it to Andre, you know, Trap Nation Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he was at. The whatever the conference is in Amsterdam at the time, so he was A. like just going to AD. bed for
1: AD. 80 yeah. ADE, yeah. yeah,
2: just going to bed, he's and like, and kids. we sent him the link, and like literally two minutes later, he responded to us, yeah. or like three minutes later, he's like, he's like, I love this. I'm just going to bed. Um, I'm gonna hit you guys up tomorrow. Like, and we remember, we're just like, <laughs> fr- friend of this guy, thankful that he responded to our friend quest. Did you already know him? No,
0: oh,
1: so didn't cool. know him at all. No, Full, this was like, our first. Uh... Like,
2: boom, like, check this out, bro. Like, yeah. first one. And, and he was like, I love it. Whatever. Hit us up the next day. He's like, we're going to hit this thing with an upload. And like, at that point, that's like the biggest thing ever. For you us, we were like, saying?
1: no way. You know, our first song was maybe at like
2: 150,000 streams on not it wasn't even on Spotify. It was just yeah, on yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah. I
0: mean back in the day it wasn't there were, Yeah, Yeah. No you know, Spotify. Back, There's you know, no tin course, it's all free.
2: And uh so then we uploaded as we were as we Rise Above was like rolling out and we knew about this Trap Nation thing, and we were playing a couple more shows and building you know, people started to like in Florida area kinda like hear a name a little bit more. This other uh, uh our um our old manager, like just caught attention, and he was like, this is sick, like, I want to pick you guys up, and the whole thing, and he had, he had the right, the right connections, and the right vision to help turn what we had, and get us, like, on the road, and it started with a tour, a 10-show tour around Florida, we played 10 cities around Florida, and just drove around, like, one month, three cities, drove back to Miami, then went out, you know what I mean, that kind of thing, like, we covered all of Florida. Did
3: you do that off one release? That was off Rise Above. Yeah. That's, one, that's yeah. awesome. I think more people need to do that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It, it was
1: cool. I also think, it's just, it's weird how many different ways you can go about it, because now looking back, um, I think there is something special about like having a ton of music, and like, I don't know, really forming everything, and then, you know, popping well, it's out. Well, like it's,
2: it's much different, man. Like. You know, we're we're not over here making fifty grand a show on our first tour. We're just right, sitting we need here to make money. hustling at to least play a money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know,
1: it was definitely my, a way. I mean, we, we needed to make money and we our parents were like, We we're need not to get the exposure and we
2: need to help tell the story. Like <laughs> that that's definitely a thing, is like like telling a story is, is especially in the beginning of your career, is more important than you making money. So,
0: so what tip would you? Because I think a lot more people need to do this. So, what tip would you give newer wow. producers who should start getting the shows? Because I think, for example, you guys are almost like feeling just hey, we need a DJ, and hey, let's use this time for our act and stuff like that. Because it's early on, you got to yeah. sell them on the idea. You know,
1: well, something I think that was really important that Daniel's always just like told me is like being on the decks. The more you're on the decks, the better you're gonna be on the decks, and that's why like when I mentioned us. Uh, doing the live streams that really helped me and got me like so fluid, you know, practice makes perfect. Because we like, did
2: not want to fuck up on Facebook yeah, Live, and we never did. We, we never did. We never fucked up on Facebook Live, I, but once. I also, it was amazing. So funny.
1: whether people like want to think that so or not, like it was all like live mixing. Like there was no, like, I know how to DJ, we both know how to DJ, so it's not like any hey, press play or whatever. Yeah, um, so I got to a point where I felt really confident behind the decks, and then, um, Yeah, like we got with our management, and I'm trying to tie back to where we were. um, So at that point, we, we, I
2: think the, for actually, before this tour. Oh, yeah. Now that I'm thinking before the tour, but it was all off the same release because we were like, but like the production process was just slower. Like, you you know, we're just like trying to figure out the next release, trying to figure out the vision of the project, like trying to figure out everything because it wasn't this thing where we had like this sonic vision for Bonnie and Clyde and we're just go. It was like, we know Bonnie and Clyde is is something cool that we can build off of and we know it's it's a, a cool brand that we could start playing shows now and like building now. But as but we're still like in discovery mode as far as like what we really wanted to do with like our show and stuff. So it was just like getting off yeah. the ground. I
1: so wanted we, to mention, wait really quick, sorry because I now I remember you were talking about how you said like you want a lot of other DJs to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if they're going to do this, like you know, want to play shows because they like love the song they're making or whatever, I just think that they need to like really Practice because if the immediately like the first show you get big, small, whatever there's gonna be people there that are gonna see you and you're gonna start to, you know, have a reputation. You always just want to be clean, like, you want it to be. I feel like as soon as you hop on the map, like, you want to put out your best everything,
2: especially when you're getting started. It's like it's not as much about the your music that you're playing and more about like just like throwing a good party Mm because that's what's gonna get people to like keep booking you. Oh, I I want you to come like maybe your first fee is like a hundred bucks and your next fee is two fifty. But then people are like, yo, because you throw such a good party, I want to throw you on Mm -hmm. the Friday night here for 500 bucks. And just that one gig and having that consistent, like for, because you can throw a party or whatever, like that can be the foundation of what was the foundation of our whole thing. So I would say like people, people be like, Oh, just focus on production, which it's definitely important. Like great music speaks all day. Um, and I think that's super important but as far as the DJ game is concerned and really getting started and you know being sustainable early in your career it's all about throwing well, the it's party it's better
0: than having a regular job definitely you know what I'm saying like a regular job for eight hours and then hustling it you'd rather have something at least that's congruent you know what I'm saying like Kyle was talking about production lessons
2: like this shit you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. how well, do I you get in the door oh I had it? that too I, I've had a kid that I mentored and yeah,
3: during that time, and that helped get us through that time as well. What's up? how do you get in the door with it? Like, who are you talking to? Like, when you go to start booked getting sure. booked, you got like right the, it. now. Jordan the just released a song. You start well, as a promoter, bro. Jordan wants
0: he wants to get some shows. He just released a couple he's tracks. DJ, uh, so,
2: uh, what's your market?
0: He's in uh, Atlanta.
2: Okay, so Atlanta. Atlanta's Atlanta. like Atlanta. like uh, I mean, it has like two venues. It has District and Ravine. So I would go to either one of those or both of them. And promote the Thursday here, promote the Friday there. Like yeah. just getting in the door, because at some point these getting people are gonna help. be like, "Yo, we need an opener." And then when they see you open and you kill the party, then they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is a real thing." Like this. So just that well, in
3: person networking. Yeah, is bro, one hundred percent. So that's another there.
1: side of things. I feel like that's important, though. Is I really do think there's a difference between like the DJ producer and like the artist producer, because like Daniel comes from this heavy DJ lane where there. I know a lot of people that like aren't that big of a fan of DJing, but, like, are these huge, amazing producers, and they're like, how do I get my foot in the door? But it really is figuring out, like, because DJing nowadays is a way in. Like, that's why I, he was like, I need you to get DJing, because I see that we can, you know, Mm -hmm. this path will be faster this way. Like, where I come from, it's, like, all singing. Like, it probably would have taken me way longer just being a singer and going that route. Well, some
2: people like to, for example, the Joyride Project. Joyride didn't graduate and need to make money right away. He's... He literally spent the last 10 years perfecting his production and going through two projects and then finding a brand that he was like, this is the brand, this is the sound, this is the team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. -hmm.
2: Boom. And he's instant like headliner. You know what I'm saying? Like he's instantly, his first show was probably 75, whatever, plus 75 plus like his first show, which is like another way to approach like having just like the right, you have the vision for the Sonic, you have that collection of music, you have the brand, you have the right team behind it and you just launch. Like, right. that's almost how, like, Marshmallow happened. He, it, he yeah. like, went through yeah. the process of going through other projects, had the vision, and just went, and but he, I, hit yeah. the button. Well,
0: are you guys leveraged? So let's pretend, you know, back to this Jordan situation. He yeah. So he's going to Atlanta, he's going to his two spots, getting right. his foot in the door. Right. Is he using his skills as a DJ and throwing a good party as leverage to why they should get him as an opener? There's, or is he using well, his so, audience? Because I'm guessing the audience is not that much of a local, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, that's like, what I was going right to say. Early is early like, uh, using his tactic is smart if you're not so, like, with it, with your artistry yet and your sound and you just, you know, like want to get, you know, in. you want to
2: be in the game and right. you know, this is the space for you. So like, you know, you being can like in the party, and you're kind of mm-hmm. like, you're kind of like just waiting. Like I remember being a promoter for those things in Miami for Jason's Jaws shows the whole time I was in college and I would just like sit in the whatever side section, whatever section and wherever I was. And I would just like sit there and be like, that's, gonna, that's, I'm, I'm, that's going to be me my day. I'm just waiting my turn right now. Like I was literally sitting there thinking that in my mind and that it was just the natural progression of things. Um but but the other side of it, you said you said not just being a good DJ, but I think the other side of it is just being like a good person. I think that's the most important thing is your reputation for like you as a person is huge because like no no all these people are before they work with you, they're asking around, you know, is this is this person asshole? Is this person dick? Like what's good with them? And like if you have something that potentially like you did or you got too drunk right now and you were acting a mess or like being an asshole to someone, like that shit will like especially in the beginning of yeah. your career. Like when you're the headliner on top and you get drunk and you're, you're that asshole one night, like that's not gonna kill your whole life. But when you're the guy that's still trying to break your way in, yeah. like yeah. it could definitely yeah. hurt you. Well, just goes back that, to your reputation then, is everything. Because then that one guy's like, oh no, that kid's no good. And then the, man, the agent hears it before he even has a chance to, you know, it just like snowballs yeah. on itself.
0: Online, people do that shit online and don't realize that you remember. Like, you know what I'm saying? When people, like, will say some shit or stupid shit from the past, like, even for us, like... Oh, yeah. Like, there was even one kid who, like, tried to send us a fake receipt when we first got started.
3: Fake receipt? Like, to, to, like, we bought it. Like, like, oh, oh, I bought it. Like, screenshots, like, his bank account
0: saying I bought it. All all this shit. And And
3: now he's actually playing shows and shit. And, and, trying be cool, I'm like, and trying dude. to be cool with us, but I'm like, dude. In our
0: head, we're like, dude, you were trying to like. You're kind of a fuckhead, stuff. man.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's, um, a, it's a small thing, but people remember that shit. Man. No, I feel you. Man. No, that's it's so, so important. Run, maybe, maybe. Like,
2: well, with you guys, it's like, maybe you won't send him, the, you know, now you're not going to send him the link and maybe because he didn't have that one sound, he didn't create that one song that could have been the biggest song that he yeah. ever made. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it's like, that's that's a very micro example, but the same way with if a person has a bad impression, like I was saying before, the the one guy in industry already in your market's like, nah, and that's the guy that makes the calls in your market. It's not going to reach further than your market. It's like, you just have the stop sign right there. 100%, man. Yeah. And it's like karma.
0: You yeah, know? karma is real, bro. Because essentially the more like... Essentially, I also think about hard work like that. Like me and Drew, the harder we work, the luckier we get. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. kind of like the same
2: type of shit. Like that's, more, That's what yeah. the Porsche, bro, karma, bro. I really think it was... Like, just us, like, when we created this platform, we wanted to create a motivational and inspirational utility to society. That was, like, the the, we were like, we're not a DJ it. group. We're not a musician group. We are literally here to motivate and inspire everybody to believe in themselves and do what they want to do. In whatever do.
1: form that is. DJ
0: your ass off until you win a Porsche. That's pretty- Boom. Um, <laughs> I will say, though,
1: going off of all this, uh, just another huge thing aside from your reputation is, like, who you surround yourself with because mm. aside from just like being a good person and having your rep, but like having the people around you to understand when you're doing something right or wrong sometimes. Like obviously your opinion is the most important, but if you're doing something that's like fuck boy shit and mm-hmm. your homie's like, this is F boy shit, then you're probably doing something that should Or vice
2: versa, if you have someone on your team yeah. that maybe doesn't communicate with people or can be like pushy or whatever, like that impression can come back on you. I remember at, that, at Grand Central Miami, I was opening for a Grizzly show and Crisley's tour manager, we love Grizzly, by we're the friends way. with Crisley now, so let's get that out of the way. Crisley's tour manager literally comes to me, is like goes up to my wrist and rips my band off and says, "You need to get out of here." And like like just, I was, I was just chilling. I was literally just chilling. There's no reason he should have done. It. He was just being a huge dick and the next two years, I was literally anytime anybody said Crisley's name, I was like, bro, I don't think I like In like his him. head, he's like, like oh. His, his, no, I was like, dude, because it's like the same way. Like, the people you have around you reflect on you, mm-hmm. especially yeah, in this game. It's, it's your team, you know what I'm saying? It's you. Like, they're an extension of Grizzly. Like, yeah. they're Team Crisley. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, at, at that point... Um, and it was a negative taste in my mouth for like two years until I actually sat down with Chris and told him the story about this. He's like, yo, I'm so sorry about that, man. Like that guy was not around for that long. Like, uh, like, whatever, however it went down, like, but it just show, it goes to show you that like, like our last topic, just one thing people remember it and it can, mm-hmm. it sticks with you it's even, like, even if it's just a small thing. We had
0: the same shit, man. We had employees trying to use time and get into a show. Without mm. us knowing about it. Like, oh, we're with Cymatics, And then <laughs> getting in, and then like the artist in the sub be like, why And we're like, what? Yeah. And fucking call. Oh, they had
2: like a bad impression with us. Yeah. They, they using,
0: basically, yeah. they leverage Cymatics' name to sneak into it. I'm like,
1: go buy a ticket. Man. I've only I done mean, that once. I use your guys' name. Gosh, we you use your name all the time. Oh, is that you? <laughs> the EDC,
2: bro. It's, <laughs>
1: it's also like, funny away, though. Sir. People don't realize <laughs> that. Uh, you're
2: good. My bad. I'm sorry.
1: Can I get you a golf cart? Uh, people don't realize though that, like, the guys that are booking these festivals and these shows, like, they're all homies and they all talk, and they're yeah. usually just like one or two guys. Like, there's only a handful of these people, you there's know. There's like 10
2: dudes that control this thing, man. and It's they a all small talk. fucking industry. Yeah, you, you
1: make, make one wrong ones move ones, and they're yeah. all talking about it, and, you know, know the industry moves fast, but yeah, they'll remember.
0: Me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, we like to ask this question to everybody. What, and I want like a Really crazy answer, like something that you're like afraid to say. Yeah. But like, what is the craziest tour story? Like somebody acting crazy, some wild fan, or like some crazy. I shit. actually
1: I have a crazy. Daniel's point.
0: look. Daniel's look like his face one. <laughs> it instantly came to his head.
1: We will both say. Yeah, yeah, you
0: guys. You guys both can have one. <laughs> for sure.
1: You go know first. <laughs> he's uh, he's looking bleeding. Bleeding. He's so like. We I were this? we were on
2: a two month bus tour with Okay. Oh. And <laughs> it was a really dope tour. Aves the man. Uh, it 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 just felt really good the whole time anyway awesome. the vibes just good but we were d- we were in fresno and um i decided to like consume some substances in the morning um that led to an altered mind state <laughs> what, um, what kind of substances d- definitely lsd but uh, <laughs> but so like so fresno is this like town where it's like where mexico meets like asia but then there's also like like what? Like a very southern like it felt like there's like from the east like it's like it feels like this thing, so the cool thing about Fresno is is it's in the middle of California, and people in Fresno like when there's a party it's a big deal it's it not like they lit. get an artist every like it's people coming from three hours in every direction, Damn. so every party that's there is twenty five hundred people These kids are three thousand people,
1: yeah,
2: and i'll just never forget that that whole day because I was literally just like walking around an industrial district in. Fresno like just waiting for the show and then once the show happened it was just like the everybody in the crowd was Became zombies. No, no, everybody in the crowd was was it was mostly like Asian and Hispanic so like everybody was really short I remember going to the to the dance floor and literally being like over on top of everybody's head. Yeah, Everyone's I remember. Like this. It was a very it short crowd. You know, I'm like six six foot. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. everyone was probably like five nine, like average or something like that. It's just so cool. Like when you travel around, you see how geography affects like the demographics in an area. You know, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the crazy part of the story is so this crowd. Like I'd never seen people on such. I don't know how like not clean drugs.
1: Yeah, like they were like, like they were.
2: Everybody was on whatever the same thing was because they were all like going. Like, they were
1: definitely like tweaking out, going, going like, through, like, going through some happened. shit.
2: <laughs> like they were all like going. So through this happened. isn't just Daniel and LC. this No,
1: is no, no. Like, like, it was like he was dealing with no, no, no. It's like it's all, it's all
2: like one day of just like greatness leading up to this like the best set ever because like they're so into it. And then like once we're done, just like looking at the crowd and like analyzing the state. Of the people, yeah. and like, I just remember seeing Kid in the Rail, and he'd be like this, he'd be like, Oh, no, the,
1: God. these,
0: I, especially the like,
2: front row crew, know,
0: and then
2: like, like, yeah. going <laughs> through it, like, that, all that these kid kids was, were, they were going tweaking. through it. It the best way I can shit, say, for sure. And I, that, that show, like, stuck in my mind forever because it, I, it just he was, was going
1: like, through it while they were going through uh, yeah, it, yeah, we were going through
2: it together, bro. That's him,
1: too. He's the same, <laughs> and I was sober going <laughs> through it, so I was like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. That
2: whole tour was wavy. The off days were all lit, but that show in particular is like I can't wait to go back to Fresno because the party is literally insane. And I tell all my DJ friends now that um,
1: I know he's like this. I'm like, know? I'm like, do
2: you guys play in Fresno? And they're like, they're like, no. I'm like, you should tell your agent. You should play in Fresno. That city is fucking amazing. Like, they're it's just not so an amazing lit. city. You definitely don't buy a steak in Fresno. I tried to buy a steak in Fresno. Mm-hmm. No, no.
3: <laughs> just What's your tour story?
1: Um. Well, it's definitely different than that one. <laughs> um, but this one's actually pretty wild. We played a show, actually, it was another show with Bro Safari, so many experiences with him. But uh, where it was us, Bro Safari, and someone else. I oh! Think. And we yeah, had- no, would have a better one to tell. We had just gotten off stage. And I'm like, looking at the this crowd- This is also in
2: Atlanta. This was at a country band in Atlanta. Atlanta, in Atlanta. Really? It was what Trap it? Fest with Bro Hello. Safari. Doctor P. Doctor P. Us.
1: That was it. So That's who was DJ. Me. Oh, okay. okay. So Doctor P was on, and uh, it was another room where it was just like a lot of like guys and like I mean like meatheads, like really like big dudes who are on. You know what? Who knows what? And uh, just really lit guys. And I remember we like backstage watching Doctor P, and it was like she's like I remember like,
2: backstage watching all those dudes, and I was like, Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was just intense. Like a lot of like male, you know, testosterone going on. And next thing you know, this white guy with his shirt off literally just flies on the stage like and wrestler, attacks Doctor P. Wrestler, stocking <laughs> no, like literally, I mean full force takes <laughs> him down. And all these security guards are like trying to rip him off. And this guy was on some. Crazy no, he stage. takes he, he takes
2: like, Doctor P and pulls him back, and Doctor P like oh, yeah. takes a step back. He doesn't hit the ground, and then the guy stands in the place of the DJ booth and goes.
1: He's like acting like he's the DJ, like this, <laughs> like this
2: bro. And then and then so the security so Doctor P backs lit. away immediately. Music's still playing, by the way. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, no, it's still, like, and a list what what How are you reacting? Security to?
2: guards, two security guards approach this guy. This guy punches the security guard in the face, oh, and the yeah. guy gets dazed, and it's like, okay, we gotta approach this better, because this dude's, like, strong. <laughs> this guy was
1: huge and was, he like, wasn't going tall, at all the security he was guards. He's a strong big boy. He
2: was, like, a wrestler, And he was on sure. something that
1: made him, like, really insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. like, it was on
2: some shit, but, like, like he was, he was going too. through it too. <laughs> but, anyway, um... But, yeah... No, 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 it, and yeah. then, no, there's more, there's more, so, he punched the security guard, and then he got dazed, so then they had to, like, surround him with, like, five oh, yeah. security guards, right? It was, like, closing the circle on this guy, and they literally had to carry him, five people, out, and they had him but on they a- They strapped stre- him down. Yeah, they put him on, no, no, they didn't strap him down yet. They put him on a stretcher, and he was sitting on a stretcher, right? So he's sitting on a stretcher in this, like, back area of this venue, and <laughs> yeah. there's three doors in the room that he's in. There's uh, a green room door. No, 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 there's- it's two exit doors- and there's a closet door, and he literally jumps off the stretcher, like thing. trying to escape, and runs into the closet. Into the closet. And the police literally, like, tased him, in, yeah. like as they he's were going, just like, oh as- no. <laughs> like, and then, and then, and then they, and then they tie him onto and the, stretcher on the stretcher. From there, and and
1: he's the stretcher. He's like this on the stretcher. He's like, <laughs> oh we were God. like, he is not okay. Oh, Jesus,
3: it's like, that oh, it's was t- wild. Time-, time to
1: go. <laughs> that could have been you. No, we were talking about that. I was like, like, thank God. That was actually an intense moment because yeah, he really did come and like tackle. It's like right Dr. P it's like was our, like whoa. Time to go up guys. You guys are nice.
2: I don't know how I'd react to a kid doing that to me. I wouldn't re- I I probably wouldn't react poorly. I'd probably just create space because there's no need to to like Get injured over some. He was dumb he was lead.
1: literally trying to stick all the security guards in the face. It was, it was wild. That's crazy. But, I'd
2: never seen anything like that, and no, and yeah. I talked to those other DJ. I talked to Nick Bruspari. He's like, bro, I'd never
3: seen anything like that. Yeah, so on, Son Holo told us a story about a girl jumping out of a police car window.
0: Well, she was banging on his tour bus trying to get him. like you were looking at me. Like she was like, I saw you looking at me in the crowd. She kept saying that, oh, like, you know. and then wouldn't leave no matter what they do. So they had to call the police, you know. And then we've uh, had
1: some interesting like fan scenarios where like there's like obsessive fans and they like will sh- wait till the very end of like when you know when, like after the show we're in the green room hanging out. And, like at the very end when we leave the building, they'll like be out there sitting and like, like we've had some weird. Experience. Not like that. It,
2: it's 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 like I, mean, it I honestly like that, appreciate but... that vibe like no, 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 so I, much. I, it's, I appreciate it's not, it. But. It's, it's when, it's it's just when like we were, that person was was literally following us around for like two hours after the show or an hour and a half, yeah. literally from the green room to this, to this, to this. And at that any point she could have been like, yo, can I get a pic? But it was like that one moment where we were already like, we had separated from them and we were walking already to the car and then she yells back,
1: <laughs> <Did it>? yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> some of the people get they get nervous, nervous yeah no and i, I get know. it and i understand that i understand that. i because i remember the way that i felt it's like approaching a pretty girl like uh, uh, maybe not okay
0: yeah exactly <laughs> that's that's what you're saying. Saying. you know it's weird. No, it's weird
1: though like i appreciate it so much i just feel like you know if i'm gonna put it around. out there yeah. like definitely just
3: be upfront.
1: don't be well yeah like there's ways of like not being creepy about it you know you could just like no, what's that?
3: be cool man yeah. that's, the, that's the biggest advice also get. some of yeah.
1: these people on,
2: on, on going through some shit well, like yeah, they're they're on yeah. something, and, and that they're on affects something. the way that they'd normally be and I it's understand fairly. that and not, I'm, not, I'm not hating but there's been times where we've been like that was kind of creepy <laughs> dude
0: you know I mean? me and uh, yeah, watch. Well, there's definitely been some weird stuff at festivals
3: stuff. when fans come up to us it's like
0: well, dude, there was the one dude who was tripping
2: that
3: last yeah. festival. Dude, like, I
2: was watching your fucking serum tutorial, dude. Yeah,
0: no,
3: that's how it is.
1: No <laughs> way, <laughs>
0: the way you hit
2: that phaser, bro.
0: <laughs> and the dude was just dazed, just talking, and you could just tell uh, he's fucking tweaking it. In. Well, you
1: and know, I'm, it's weird. I don't, like, mess with, uh, like, especially MDMA at all. Like, I had my time before I was even, like, heavily DJing where I, like, experimented. But during that phase that I had, there were times where I would, like, genuinely feel like a robot. Like, I'd feel like... I don't know, not human in like mm-hmm. moments. And back in the when I was going to festivals, there'd be moments where I'd have an artist where I'd be like really weird tweaking and like yeah. I get it now when I'm like with these kids and they're like, We were that like, person for Vendetta so at it. Tomorrow World for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Like Vendata. the person like waiting
2: by the side, like waiting so that they like walk by.
1: <laughs> Wait, you guys know who you guys know who Vendata is? I feel like Vendetta's uh, sounds... coming
3: on our show today, is possibly. It? Yeah. No I think way. he might be booked. They're, they're Tomorrow, right? Vendata? Isn't that one of our bookings today? Yeah.
1: No way! That yeah. is
2: really full circle weird. You gotta talk to him later and be like, Yeah, you guys remember when Bonnie and Clyde was your fanboy at Tomorrow? <laughs> I, I do that have a funny story
1: about that though. They put out a song like right when we were like creating Rise Above. Um, and it was with, who was the girl? Something May, Casey? May. I don't know. Anyway, it was the coolest. It was something about just getting high as as f like it was like so can I say fuck on this? Dude,
0: yeah, why can we say fuck? we got? I don't got know. There's some, there some things where they're like us. you can't cut. Like,
1: ah. Um. Anyway, so it was the, the song was all about just getting high as fuck. You can mention it to them; they'll be like, "No, this name," because it's one of the songs that like really got them like started at first. And like, I was so obsessed with it. I turned to Daniel. I was like, "We have to get high to this song all the time. I love this song." <laughs> and then they were gonna be at Tomorrow World. We were the biggest fans. Like the only part people the mean Green, I was like, "I love." <laughs> and like these guys were like just starting like where is this girl coming from but little did they know that we were trying to be like a DJ thing yeah. and I was a singer and I haven't seen them
0: since so we I haven't. I haven't been able to tell them that. Oh, that's so It is funny though. I if I've been, it takes like, over and you react the same way like you just go right back into it. You just can't I
1: genuinely love them as producers. Like they are one of my like and low key a lot of people know about them but I believe that like they're going to be blowing soon.
0: So, well, I got a question. So you guys are playing those some of those EDC crowd, those fat crowds. Like, what are you guys thinking about? Yeah. Like, how are those shows different from the early days? Like, and what's the oh biggest? Gosh, so what's so the different. biggest like crowd you guys have played for?
2: The biggest crowds like probably like thirty thousand people. Um, EDC this year was pretty EDC, big. Orlando, was big. Or EDC Orlando or this year. EDC Orlando two Vegas. years ago. Yeah. We're really hyped for EDC Korea. We're really curious how that's going to be. You guys should come September first. But it's September weird. It's uh, a long, like long ride. I, I want to d- go there. I heard soul is yeah, crazy. I, I would I've, definitely want to go over there. Yeah. I heard
0: it's like an advanced New York, like a kind of like a technical like sound now.
2: Well, I just gave you an excuse to go.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It's definitely going to be a new experience. Um, but I love like it's weird. People are always like, what is it like to play in front of such a big crowd? But actually, I think and I'll speak for myself, but I think it's easier sometimes playing in front of a huge crowd because they're not as close up to you. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the crowd at an EDC, you're looking at the DJ and it's like, like it's not as close. Yeah, unless you're in the front row and sense. you're like really feeling it, majority of the people are far away. And when I'm like at an intimate show, like that's when I feel like I really get to connect with kids and like mm-hmm. touch them. It's and a different of type of loving
2: it. Like I love yeah. the seeing a sea of people going and yeah. the energy. And, you know, the obviously when, you know, 30,000 people are screaming. It's like a magical feeling for sure. 1,000 people, it's a different decibel level yeah. and like all yeah. that and like the way that my, my react and my adrenaline goes up because of it is amazing He's definitely a
1: huge crowd person. I love it but
2: I also like will play for, three, for 300 people in like a small tight room and it'll be like the best party ever and yeah. I, I think I'll walk out of that 300 person party being like me as the DJ had more fun but like maybe the big stage was like more epic Yeah, you know, that know that what I'm saying sense. like for me like the different type of I like yeah. them both it's not one or the other. They're just very different. And um, It's
1: also like a lot of DJs, well, majority of DJs come from, like, you know, being in, behind a booth, and we flourish when it's like a fat stage where we can stage. run all over it mm-hmm. and then go behind the booth. You and, like ever jump-, jump into the crowd? Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: It, it, is that crazy? I've never crowd surfed. They crowd surfing is fun, and then also like it's fun. splitting up the room and like...
1: Doing cool crowd control do stuff, stuff fun. Or
2: making people go down or distributing water bottles, making them throw it up. What else is there? Interacting
1: with the crowd in general is just like something a lot of people don't take advantage of. And yeah. it is not only so much fun, but like they literally remember it forever.
2: Mm-hmm. It like, goes yeah. back to the just throwing a good party. Yeah. Seems like that right. seems to be like the, the
0: theme of like the whole project, you know, like keep oh. like upping it like in terms of like events and all this stuff.
1: You Wait, know? so I do want to say this. So uh, aside from Daniel and I as individuals, uh, throughout high school, well before we were ever like, oh, we're gonna be a, a DJ duo and a project, we were just party friends. Like, we genuinely were in the exact same friend group and partied all the time. And Daniel and I used to.
2: We had our first collab in high school.
1: Yeah, we did. For real, we, first song. We started a chant. Um, it was
2: the Friday song. The
1: Friday song, and we just go throughout our like locker bay and got everyone hyped, and we'd be like, "It's Friday, Friday let's, let's get, get fucked, fucked up. up." It's Friday, Friday let get- literally
3: ch- the whole ch- locker bay would be like, "It's Friday." You should make that into a song. That'll probably go off. do videos of that. Let's go. Post That's on actually on a great IG. idea.
1: But uh I'm okay. but it's D- funny at that part out of the interview like. at that time though we had no idea <laughs> about like any that you know we were going to different colleges had different lines whatever um, but even like in high school we'd like meet up at the lunch table and I remember our friendship was just always so like lit like we'd talk about like our hookups or like what uh what else did we do? we talked about just lit party stuff or like what we're going to do to the table to like get the lunch Like table what do you there.
2: talk about at high school? Stupid shit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the dumbest. Just mess. whatever. What party's going
0: on on the weekend, really? I can't imagine partying. When? I'm just saying, like, that's what we did. Like, yeah, yeah that was the it. weekend, yeah, like. yeah. But what
1: I meant to say is, like, aside from our artistic visions individually, like, we had always had this, like, very outgoing, energetic party vibe to us. Mm-hmm. So when we came together, and especially when I learned how to DJ and, like, we could fluidly DJ together, it was like, we created a party and it came really organically and... It's kind of cool the way it happened because then we were like, whoa, like, we really have something here. It, and it's not just you know, our own visions, but it, like us coming together. Like People, we start a party. and um, It really just has to do, I think, our personalities. That's really it because it's not so much we're like, always trying so hard to like, you know, put your hands up. We want you to get lit. But like, we just go up to the crowd and we're yeah. like, let's get lit. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just fun, yeah. fun party vibes. So, um, so when
0: you guys were playing the shows and stuff, what like, team members helped? Because right. you guys started off going solo
1: huh I right. mean well, like like oh, like, uh, managers, like, like oh. so what 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 yeah. elements
2: helped it scale out a bit, you know what i'm saying um
1: well definitely paul
2: yeah paul paul, paul Campbell new management, and yeah. he just like helped us like in the sense of give us like a new a different perspective on like d j sets and flow, and like I had yeah. like a theory of my own and and like, kind of just combining the two. He
1: came from. Uh, he's like
2: very like, don't stop the beat, never stop the beat. <laughs> well, he loves techno, never. but he
1: also is just like he comes from like throwing event background and like understands like he's connected with a lot of guys in the industry. And he he just saw our project and it was cool because he was able to be like that third party who was like, guys, like this is what you got to do right now, you know? Yeah, that, uh, and that whole thing, thing led yeah.
2: to making the EP, which we released through Insomniac and Interscope, and that was like the next, we had another single that was like yeah. cool, like some, some SoundCloud, you know, kind of like holding, holding it up, keeping it going, but then we had this EP.
1: Well, yeah, he helped us connect with Insomniac, Insomniac
2: which, which, was then... like, which was like the biggest thing that like got us from out of our Florida and
0: we're well, playing the
1: just club shows, so then now we're on festivals. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you guys
0: went straight to that. You know, from my perspective, it almost felt like straight to like playing all the festivals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, we
1: signed an EP with Insomniac and Interscope, which then led to like you know them. We all just became plus this like Insomniac fam. Has, like, you know. Yeah. And, uh, we and we actually we had one song
2: on there, Bass Jam. It was number one on XM, and we played it at EDC. And Geronimo heard it for the first time live, like in that rushing, moment. Which you're was rushing the first through
1: time. that, but that's like kind of big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we had a song, which is probably what made our career so far. <laughs> Bass Jam.
2: <laughs> well in that in that year, whatever year that was, 17 yeah. or whatever. That
1: literally, that song though, like, if it weren't for bass jam, like I really don't believe we were, we would be where we are because it like these kids, it was interesting, like aside from it's not a heavy, heavy bass track. It's just called bass jam and it's uh. about like getting lit to bass. There. And like it's crazy the amount of like especially girls and just like they freak out over the song, but it's not even like you listen to it and a lot of the producers are like, this is some heavy bass jam. It's not that. But it just connected really well with the electronic community, and that's really what led like Insomniac and everybody to like really support us. Yeah. So really the song, so the
2: song was like do, doing well and was getting initial support before it was even released. Like because yeah. he heard it before it came out. So it was like, when this comes out, this is going. Geronimo on. loved it. So it's like this whole like like wave of energy around the music that that like just everyone was supporting, and it led to like we were on a, a different Insomniac event or like a festival pretty much every month like a new, like every month, a new How festival. How many did we
1: play? We played a lot that Like
2: 12 or 13 that year or something. But like every month it was crazy. And we had like some shows and stuff in between, but small stuff. It was mainly just that. And then we were still in Miami. We weren't living in the hood anymore. We were just living <laughs> You're in out like of the hood. <laughs> one of their friend's houses, like still, still renting a room or whatever. And um, then we were like, we got to move to LA.
1: Well, we had gotten to a point where we were playing so many shows in Florida. It was like, it's at it that time? It was yeah, like, I'm we real, have to expand. Um, yeah, and at the time, our management also yeah. wanted to move to L.A., and we want—we all wanted to make the transition together. Is it worth
0: it? Because a lot of people,
2: a lot of people...
1: It's all, okay, about, t- it's it's all it's about timing, timing and yeah. your strategy. If yeah. your
0: strategy
2: is you're building off the DJing and you're like, what, the promoters and stuff, like, in my opinion, L.A. is like a tough, tough market. Like, there's so many yeah. clubs, so many people. Mm-hmm. It's like, almost you can get lost in this big sea. So, like, for me... Miami, and that was why I transferred to University of Miami, because I felt like Miami was a nice place where, you know, I could easily get, like,
3: get in, get DJing, get DJing. Those clubs get are going. making
2: racks, too,
0: man.
3: Besides LA, what, uh, what cities do you think are good for people to get started in? Um, if, so that's, like,
2: if you're, like, want to be a DJ, and you're, like, graduating from high school, and you're, like, yo, I want to go to college somewhere, like, strategically go to college in a city where this, this can happen, yeah. to your question, Miami is a great one. hmm I think that any of the
1: major cities. I think are, that right? Washington
2: D.C. like things that have like venues that are like bringing artists every week. Yeah, that's how you can tell. So, D.C. is good. There's Atlanta, which, would be too. like a B. Mm-hmm. but there's still a place you could still make it happen like you could yeah. definitely make i'm just saying where there's like five options or seven options there
1: are where some you could poppin play. areas though that are really oh seattle's dope seattle, yeah portland's denver, dope denver's,
3: denver's a great seattle. one yeah. um i've heard a lot of people talk about denver they always call it the bass music cas- capital I yeah i mean denver that, is but. just
1: pop <laughs> with bass music um denver seattle really good even el paso i feel like is so lit right now but i don't actually i'm not too familiar i mean riot with 10 the, came up like, out of
2: el paso for right. example um, and now he went back there and threw his own music festival in his hometown, and it sold out. So that's awesome. fucking amazing, Dude, that's, man. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, yeah, we played it last but month. But he's that's one really of those cool, people,
1: man. I swear, like, every time I'm around him, he is just the best energy and such a great person that, like, that really transcends. Like, people want to be around good people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, no, 100%. It makes you know and people want to support good people. You know what's interesting, too? Like, when you when you meet people online, you never really know... How they actually are until you meet them in person. Yeah, if you meet them in person, totally it's like you know in like five seconds. You know what I'm saying? Dude, some yeah. people are
3: just like, it's so weird because they have these like split personalities. They act different on, on and off camera. Y'all aren't like that at all, though. The people we've well, met since we've been here have been really yeah. fucking awesome.
1: Well, that's great because sometimes Dan and I Well, feel you guys that. recognize
2: the real, but it's, it's yeah. funny with you because I've, I've known you. And like talked to you a little bit online, but I mainly talked to Steven. But like I felt like I've known you forever. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know it's what I'm saying. We've never actually met uh, yeah. in
3: person. Yeah, like yeah, I've had sure. an
1: idea of like what you look like, kind of, but I've never actually like. That's funny. It is funny. She
3: has got. The, I, I iconic, got fatter for sure than, than I used to be. So. <laughs> he's an iconic
0: post Malone. That's what they. <laughs> Dude, so
3: it's all definitely. <laughs>
0: there's so many, people always compare. Some people always in the comments. Be like, it's funny you guys say that
1: though, because I find it's just so hard for me. I don't know, but. uh And it's weird because I love performing and I love, like, like, I don't really get stage fright. Like, I get some anxiety just in general, but it's not like from stage Mm -hmm. fright. But I have such trouble getting on my phone and like talking and feeling like myself. Like, I feel like I'm just talking to the, I don't know, it's so weird. I was just
2: actually thinking about that when you guys were in the kitchen. I was like, I was like, like I feel like I didn't know your face that yeah, well. Yeah, because
3: I don't, I don't do that ever. But I don't mind like getting on these. Like it's talk, it's a yeah. different it's a it's different a thing though. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's fun. It's fun to get on yeah. and talk to people. Well, but. because
0: so our company yeah. did a big shift. So like before, we're constantly focused on like let's sell more shit. But then ever yeah. since we met like Gary V, like Gary Vaynerchuk, and he showed us a bunch of shit. Now it's like let's do cool shit, right? Yeah. And that's all our money focus. So like this is like discussion. So you kind of get like a more. Real, even me, half my videos before were like, go buy this thing. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, we're shooting the shit. I mean, you guys are rolling. And that's why a lot of people Jordan didn't like it for a
3: while. <laughs> was because we're he was in the always hills. Just plugging yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was just like, he was the guy that was always emailing, whatever. I mean, we still email a lot, but it's like, it's a different, it's a different feeling now, for sure.
0: Just focus on more free shit now, like more value. You know what I'm saying? Almost I, mean, like I not, love what you guys are doing. Not worry about the money and you surprisingly make more money. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing, you know? It's great. And even this podcast, I think, is like, dude, that Kyle kid blew up. I don't even know what's out right now, but that video, yeah, yeah like, been, dude, there's so been been many clips. You guys already said like little things. There's like, where, there's like
3: 15 like, clips probably already. I'm just, I, I you almost guys mentally good noted good like, shit. oh,
0: that was great, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Paige, that was awesome, or, or like, well, I got more. That that's yeah. gonna go off, you know. So
3: regarding uh, this
2: weed, we actually, when we create, we only use one strain. Let
0: me let me see this. Yeah. So we've uh, we've gone
2: through like. In our creation process, like being in California and we had a weed sponsor when we first got here. So we got to try like so many different types and we got to really feel what, how certain things made us feel or whatever. It's about
0: about to sell everybody in the so I (laughs) I know
1: we're (laughs) stuck. What what strain was that?
2: Okay. So let me tell you about the strain. The strain is called XJ13. It's a sativa. It's pretty readily available in California at least. To, the, the, the
3: capital,
1: Something I will the say capital about capital this strain, though, just for people that are weed connoisseurs, um, nice. I find it's definitely not for everyone because it can cause people. I guess I've had people smoke it and they're like, "Oh, I feel like a little anxious." But you, it, you have to have be in the right mental space. I feel like yeah, like, that's one, why
3: I smoke most. I, I mean, all the weed I got. Yeah, since we've
1: been here has been indica. I only smoke yeah. indica for the most part. I genuinely this XJ thirteen. I smoke this when I'm trying to like go in. Like it's my Adderall. Yeah. like no joke. Like, people are like, you are yeah, smoking weed? So, like like as your right. Adderall. I'm like you have no you idea. Because it
2: doesn't make you like anxious. What is in it, the called? Same way. It's it called? It just XJ13.
1: like wakes you up and makes you creative. Like open clear, like, but you can still. Think. What is it called? XJ thirteen.
0: XJ thirteen. Number one producer tip, Bonnie Clyde. And Bonnie there's Clyde. a... What weed
2: you need to produce. Don't worry about
0: serum. Don't Bro, worry about... Bro, I swear about... to
2: God, you can, you can fuck your day up with smoking the wrong kind of weed, for sure. Oh, I agree. Dude, I'm, oh,
0: I'm yeah. not productive, man.
1: I, I, I go out. Where's... Like, yeah, my productivity... Yeah. Well, it could be the strain, You're, you know?
0: I got coffee. I'm, a, I'm addicted to coffee. Oh, this is my coffee. I don't oh, like coffee. I don't like oh,
1: coffee. I love coffee, too. Yo, matcha I
0: all day. Matcha, day. matcha tea? I need to start getting on that. I like Ice warm... They, they have warm
1: matcha tea?
2: Of course, yeah. They have hot matcha; it's yeah. so good
1: too. I'm, I'm all about the warm matcha. Mm. tasty. Mm. <laughs> Is that the XJ13?
2: Eat my bagels and smoke my weed. <laughs>
1: um,
2: you guys are like are you guys are area? like living my life for like one day right now. Damn.
1: You guys or at least my morning. You guys are gonna this, feel do you how eat we feel. Those bagels
2: every morning. Yeah, bro. There's this bagel shop. It's called uh, New York Bagel. It's on Ventura and Sherman. They do definitely. Literally, we go there every morning. It's they have reverse osmosis. Um, Water filtration in the back and then running through all their water, uh, coffee, bagels, whatever. And it's, it, LA bagels suck. So it's like a nice breath of fresh air within this like abyss of lack of bagels or quality bagels.
0: Dude, you're talking about breath of fresh air. Dude, the weirdest thing is when we flew into the city and I was making jokes on our story, but it turns out to be real that smog. we were f- smog. Oh,
1: yeah. They're
0: just cool with like smog blowing
2: the city. I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, why is no one more? They should just put a giant fan on the hill and just blow it all away.
3: It's pretty Wow. Serious. Wow. That's a XJ thirteen kicking in. <laughs> Harvard just called.
0: <laughs> Big fan blow that shit. No, it's it's, it's crazy though. We haven't even been honestly, it's almost like we're not in LA. We're like at the Airbnb. You yeah,
3: know, we kinda, haven't left. Like we haven't literally left. We just, i have we not left. left. You guys are so really up, up here. Yeah. I was like I was like,
1: On the way here it's we're like, like maybe they don't leave.
2: Yeah, there's no, no way. Dude, uh, well, Uber Eats takes forever. To get yeah, here. we were literally talking about that. Oh my it's god, I was like, hard. if you're gonna get a house it's like good. this, yeah, you
1: probably should go to the grocery store and get a ton of that's shit. Yeah, I mean, you're
2: 15 minutes from the point of going anywhere, you have to go down like 15 minutes oh, to I get know. anywhere.
3: I know, yeah, so, yeah. So. No, that's the thing
1: about these hills houses, they're so beautiful, but it's like a mission. Yeah, out it's,
3: it's worth it though. When we come out here and we can just set up, and like, this is the perfect podcast set no, right here, so
1: this is perfect for you guys. Do you want and for, too? honestly, if I was like,
3: uh, no, I,
2: I, I do, but not after. If the stream, I had a scenario, I you know how would do the same uh, my mind will react so. to that. <laughs> That's
1: funny.
0: Where? Yeah, it's been uh, also like in, in our opinion, it's not just about squeezing everything out of this trip because I think the more face to faces we get here, it makes it like future trips so much easier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To like just hit up that person, like, yo, you know, what's how she doing? doing? Let's go
2: get KBBQ. Yo, have you got did you, you got, guys? You guys got
0: guests? I know you guys can feed us some some monsters. From where? Here?
2: Yeah. Yeah, bro. You need to go to Road to Seoul in Koreatown. That's that's it. I'm a vegan. I'm talking, about pod, mean, I'm talking about mean, a podcast guests. He suggests me Korean barbecue. Oh, podcast. Oh, so. <laughs> I don't care. Like oh, you mean, I mean in the it? context of production and? and Dude, you know we I got some more industry. Oh, I got you all day. I got you. Yeah. To, to I'm go- down. I'm down to talk about like like music and the creation and how how we're like. Yeah, how cool. we were. I thinking. would love to talk about that. Let's, let's yeah, go
0: on, yeah let's go into the production I was gonna side. Say, we should talk about
2: that. Uh, we definitely cover a lot of t-
0: which. Which actually, yeah. I really liked you guys' perspective on all the show stuff, and like out there touring, getting gigs, and stuff. Because you guys kind of laid a practical roadmap, in my opinion.
3: Maybe not every. I love person, how you said you mapped it out. That's what everybody yeah. should be doing. I don't think. That. I don't yeah. think any. Uh, almost nobody watching this right now has written down a like a business plan for their project.
1: Yeah, so it's hard. Look up well,
3: business
2: plan template and just fill in what it says, and then you'll be like, wow, I have clarity on my whole vision now. Rather than also
1: just writing everything down helps you by the way that was 100%. the first
3: thing me and Steven did too so
2: i still i could pull it right now
0: in, in we my have book it bag your no books of, of the month before it's we launched time Magic. it like
1: legitimizes
0: everything yeah, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. the funny thing like is this shit is comes true if you look at it like you'll look back and be like damn we did a lot of this you know what i'm saying i'm yeah. not sure if you had the experience looking back at the business plan. totally go no, look I, back at I it you
1: have done the look back thing though you'll, you'll be like ago. played edc you'll be like fuck you
0: know what i'm saying you'll start to see like a lot of the shit like came true you know
1: Well, it's kind of cool. It taught me also a little bit about just like being a parent because I actually think our parents did a really good job of like not just like our parents had money. We came from not, we're not poor families, but we had parents that were like, okay, like we're not just going to give you everything. Like you have to work for your money. That's really good. If I didn't have my dad doing that, I I swear I wouldn't have the same like driven motivation to like make money and Mm -hmm. like make it for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's huge. It taught me a lot about being a parent. Having a shit job. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think some of our worst employees we've had that didn't make it have always been people that haven't had real jobs before and like, like just just, just, just like kind of yeah. just given everything. I God. would be a terrible employee for you. Really? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but you are a hustler though. Yeah, you're like an you definitely. You're, you go you're a go-getter. That's the thing is the yeah. whole thing I've gotten from this is like you go out, you make connections, you're I can especially making things Yeah, Dana, your
0: personality is very like I'm not gonna say salesman like, but kinda is like in a sense. Like, you can, like, yo, we need to, you know what I'm saying, like, link mm-hmm. up with people and, like, make it happen.
2: Yeah, it's vibe. It's in. good. No,
0: it's a good, it's a good strategy. It's gotten
1: know? more that way, too, just over time, because just relationships matter. <laughs> it's like, so pass much. it.
0: <laughs> what are you doing?
1: <laughs> well, we've. What, do you we've been in enough scenarios now to know that, like, it really, really comes down to, um, like, having quality music, but who you know is so valuable, because the end and of the day, and how who you know
2: perceives you. Mm-hmm. 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 That's mm-hmm. the other side of it. You can know them, but how they view you is well, how they view everything. You, yeah. That's
0: some crazy shit right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is a crazy thing to think about.
2: Um, no, that's dope. So
0: diving into production. Boom. Uh, yeah. Ableton. Hey, a- we got Ableton users. Ableton.
1: Yeah.
2: All day. Yeah. Uh, any plugins you guys are really liking right now? Uh, there's uh, Defacer.
1: I'm on Omnisphere all, all the time. Kick two Omnisphere. Trillion's a really
2: them. great one. Oh, here's a good one. Um, Fox Stevenson showed oh, me this. Yeah. Uh, it's this shit called Soothe. Soothe. See and it, again. like, when you have a vocal, you know how you're always sitting on vocals and you're like, oh, man, there's that, like, two or three points or there's that really harsh mm-hmm. whatever, uh-huh. and you're, like, trying to, like, find the, like, duck it's that routine. frequency yeah. out yeah. that, like, just bothers you? It's this plug-in that's called Soothe that literally has, like, various parameters relative to the vocal that you're able to just, like... It takes care... It sees those frequencies and brings them down and, like, makes your waveform more
1: yeah it's like mm-hmm. it, it's kind so- of like yeah. an incompression yeah. way but
2: not like yeah. all the way because it's kind of like eq it feels like just volume but i mean it's called soothe man i highly recommend it vocals and then if
1: you're trying to make like really weird stuff sign plants really weird yeah. but like can we don't, get really we don't actually, fun no we
2: use it we've used it in two productions Uh-oh. floom uses it a ton i know Co- oh floom? I, I know
1: like, I, bet he does. Shit. He I can hear it. that he uses it it's that's all crazy that's
0: floom like Flim
3: does some weird shit. Flim's man. like part computer program.
1: No, really, like he, he does some really cool. He has an I love his mind. He, yeah, he, he,
0: the
3: he, way he thinks about production is different. But
0: man. if you listen to the way his music like comes out, you could tell. I mean, he is like doing some crazy tactics. His compositions not, are like he's he definitely does not, not like, thinking
2: about Spotify playlists no, at
1: all.
0: No, no. he's like, you know what, what is saying? the craziest? Not, I swear, that's why it's so great, though. Exactly. Of, he's yeah. probably hitting one of these guys. And, and that's that's
2: that's that's the point that I'm trying to get to. is exactly that. It's like when we first were creating Bonnie and Clyde. Like, we were in our mind because we were new artists, knew everything. We were thinking, what are we gonna make in order to fit in these various outlets that can help get us exposure and all that noise, right? Well, that makes sense. No, yeah. it does make sense when you're early and you're trying mm-hmm. to build something and you're trying to get exposure. You kind of have to find the balance between your music and like where the industry's at, you know? Right, what I'm instead saying? of someone
1: just finding you and being it, like, I, love, oh, your I art. love this.
2: It's like, wait, and then, yeah. but now that we have like this platform and we have like this touring and. Um, I mean, now a new team around us, and this this vision and this mentality with me and Paige and I, where we're, like, totally not thinking about that anymore. We're literally only focusing on making music to make our, the experience, when you come see us, epic, and, like, I- exactly what we have in our mind, like, but the way I can describe it is experiential, experimental, cinematic, and, uh, like, big tension, great release. Uh, with vocals. Dark, yeah.
1: edgy.
0: Is there is there, sinister? Is there any stuff you guys are really liking right now with like how you guys are
2: processing your vocals?
1: Yeah, oh. well, so yeah,
2: yeah, bad behavior is a good example of that one.
1: Well, honestly, I just find more so than we've ever done before. Like just layering Layers. a ton. Like there's so many levels to my voice that I have not shown people because I don't layer. Now that I'm doing it, it's like crazy. Like rise
2: above has just one vocal stem. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then maybe our wanted EP has like. There's only two or three points around where there's like harmonies and now shit's like how many? And it's actually- that's a tip
1: for like vocals in general, but mm-hmm. I really think I sound better with five of me
3: well, <laughs> than yeah, It's why yeah. it's the same More, thing as like less, you can put together a kid's chorus with like 15. 20 kids right. That fucking suck at singing and somehow they still sound good
1: Exactly like when I layer like I find it's funny you say that because I'll take one of like a vocal that I don't even think I sound that good in, and I'll layer it with like a same kind of thing five times. And I'm like, I, I, I fuck with it, <laughs> it's so crazy.
2: But and I'm like, harmonies and like playing with you know, very, but then you have a good vocal and you do ratios that, like, and chords to create certain feelings and certain moments yeah. that, that just like add more drama to your music. And that's another thing, like focusing on making our focusing on making our music more dramatic.
1: Pass. Also, like uh, just speaking to like our artistry right now, um, Well, I come from like a background when I went to Virginia Tech, there weren't a lot of music classes, so I did a lot of film. And specifically, I did this class called Ways of Seeing. And it was like the entire class was everyone just had to sketch everything they saw. and like we saw like, we read books, we saw films and everything you just had to sketch like what you thought while you're watching everything. And it inspired me because I also really love plays. And the whole, like, you know how when you go and see a play, there's different scenes. Um, I want, eventually, when we have, like, our huge, like, Bonnie X Clyde show at, like, a stadium or whatever. Like, I want there to be scenes and there's going to be, like, levels of energy to our performance. We're always going to have that high energy. We're always going to be, like, throwing a party. But there's also going to be moments, like, little niche moments where it's, like, either, like, I'm doing a little acoustic thing or, like, there's just... We're going to make gonna you rage, a, make you cry, make you laugh. Right, there's going to be a wave to our show that it's, it's going to be a sh- cinematic show and where not you're going to feel like it's like... And not all songs either a,
2: are just... It's not her getting up there and singing for 60 minutes. Right. It's just dynamic. Some song, yeah. but we're, It's all around this theme of, like, we call it vocal bass. It's having the whole vocal, like, tone in the song to, like, give it that more organic feeling, but it doesn't have to be, like, words. It can just be a chop or in just, like, you know, a drop and more experiential, like I was like talking about Like, we take you on before. an experience
1: where, like, after our show, you'll like feel like you kinda just saw a movie in a sense. But so it's like
2: music. Like that's kinda like the goal now where before we were like, How can we get on the radio? Well we were kinda like how
1: can we... we be like so lit, like just the best party ever, which we still do, but we want to also I'm talking this about thing. the
2: production side. I I'm feel, saying what, oh, going okay. in when we sat down and made a song, we weren't sitting song. here gotcha. let's make something like that's like with all the adjectives I described previously, we were going like oh, yeah. oh will this fit on on fresh dance yeah, on oh, like, trying who's to get love in love it? That or, it's makes like sense. it's like in the in how I feel about why, like I love those songs. Don't get it twisted, because I put my heart and we put our hearts in in, in er, our everything yeah. into those songs or whatever. But at the You're
1: end just of the day, don't
0: bring the water over here, Jordan, man. why do you? What are <laughs> Jordan's doing, getting man? scared. He's like, just come over, over here. Bring the water, water walk. over here. Long
1: story short, Appreciate we're just kind it. of like at a new phase where like our while we're young EP phase was us kind of like figuring where where we could be at, um, and we're not really focused so much on that anymore because. Uh, we have a little light on. We have light on our brand, and now it's like okay, it's like we want to show people what we really want to be seen as, and we want them to hear what we want to be heard as. <laughs> yeah. So, how do is. you
3: uh, split up your time with like production and DJing? Because it sounds like you guys spend a lot of time like touring, DJing, doing all that stuff. Um, people yeah.
1: feel like
2: it's like all the time thing, and it's this crazy thing where we're working all the time, and it's definitely taxing on time. Like it'll be 48 hours a week, but that 48 hours will be like. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll be home Sunday morning or Friday, Saturday. And really weird hours. But it'll just be like every weekend. So like every Sunday Monday, is like readjusting to like getting back to like, so there's like, you know, a lag. So that's probably the hardest part. Like right now we've been home for almost three, four weeks. This is the longest time we've had no DJing in the last four years, Yeah, which was chosen. We did it. We wanted it. We wanted this time because we had this new perspective that we wanted to sit here and make music and like, Mm. just like roll out the next year. Like just, you know, when you have like one
1: a Consistent thought that you know, just it's like, like one thought, and that's out. the thing. Like, like, when like you're touring, that.
2: that's the hardest part is mm-hmm. that thought when you're like sitting there, really like diving into the vision, and you're like, have to go on the road and play some two shows, and then come back and dive back in. It's like, it hurts. it's like that's you gotta like more to get loose, get back yeah. into it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it
1: can help sometimes. Like, I found it kind of like
2: you get back, and you're like, or you played it that weekend. That's the other advantage, you yeah. can play things for mm. people to actually be good read? see yeah. how they react, totally, yeah, sneak it into the set real quick, be like, oh, that was popping, or we need to work. You know. But something
1: about our brand that is uh, kind of like stands out is that we don't just have like our rave music. We also are making like songs for like you know people to listen to when they're just chilling in their car or whatever. So we have like multiple sides to our music, which sometimes we'll like play something out and we're like, okay, this isn't suitable for the dance space. We'll put mm-hmm. this for you know whatever. Um, but then we have the songs where like you know we need to have this bang out, and if it doesn't sound right, we gotta t- you know make it make it bang. So. It's cool. Like, we have a lot of different dynamics to our brand, which is cool.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. So what do you guys think is, like, the biggest mistake you see in newer producers? Like, guys who haven't made it yet? Production-wise.
1: Actually, production-wise, the biggest mistake I see... um, I was actually going to say as a whole when I was like jumping. Don't have a I hear a lot of yeah, people right. not
2: fading the the bases and the sense around the kick. I think no, just right. doing like your simple side chain is like cool, so but it's like...
0: It the, the went in the same direction. With yeah. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, company. it's the
2: same thing, bro. Yeah. Like literally like just fading like volume fade or you can even do a utility fade if you're trying to be lazy. But I still think that literally fading the audio and doing it like every moment is like exactly what you want it to be. And it's not like mm-hmm. controlled. And it just makes it clean. And I hear a lot of like kicks and bases like I, at least I don't prefer just a side chain scene it just when it's faded the kick so clear and the bass is so clear and nothing's on top of each other and that's one mistake and then just like general a lot of people just make the kick and snare like a little too loud sometimes I was just gonna say
1: volume I feel like volume, yeah. levels and, are so important oh my people gosh don't understand crazy. just leveling your
3: shit is yeah, everything 100%. that
1: and also I feel like sometimes nowadays people are over like they're Have so many tracks and like I just think simplifying things is Mm -hmm. so important. Mm -hmm.
2: It's also like like I call it serum trap or serum dub. It's like the same like (laughs) reverb filter sounding. We talked with Kyle about this (laughs) (laughs) yesterday. Yeah, (laughs) bro, because it's it's like the struggle of like, you know, when I'm sitting here looking for all the younger producers and trying to find new, new sounding shit that's like I want to play and or like add make edits. It's like I'm like, oh just more serum trap, more serum trap, more serum trap. Like I don't know. Serum trying to try. be more creative with Serum, yeah. Maybe create some like custom wave tables using stuff that's not creating your own bar, sounds. Try not even huge. using Serum sample, yeah, yeah, not sample, even Serum. Whatever. It on a yeah. pan or Sim- something. Sampler, simpler. However, I'm not kidding.
1: You can make a sound like even recently. Like I find, I'll just like create something, and I'm like, this sounds exactly like this person, and I'm like, no. Because like, yeah. like, <laughs> like no, obviously, that, like,
2: like I could say, okay, like Hero Bust, he uses Reason or one of the other not common Daws yeah. that forget maybe it's not reason, but it's like that's why he sounds different. Mm-hmm. It's and that's why I mean I feel like his he's been able to like keep it going in trap because the shit just sounds different. And um going back to Ableton, it's just like you can you can look at the tutorials and all that stuff for reference and that can help you learn like the fundamentals of the game. But at the end of the the day it's like the the shit that's really gonna stick out is the stuff that's like just different. So finding, right. like, finding different out, ways um, to experiment with this with all the parameters that you have in front of you. And and don't be afraid to just like, yo, what if I did this? And then actually just like just trying going different and doing stuff, it. Like yeah. not not limiting to yourself to something you saw on a YouTube video because you think that's like the right thing. Like i I've, yeah. I've I've I think the most fun I ever have in production is when I'm just like not thinking about any of that shit. And literally just like going and fine-tuning a tone, and you know what I mean. You just go. It's like this flow of where you're not really thinking too hard, but you you're still in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's 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 the ideal where I feel like for me, I make the best my best stuff, or the stuff that I'm like, yo, like most. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is sick. Or and then people, it, it trans, it goes to people because like when you're like, oh, this is sick. Like normally people are like, yo, this is sick. At least you're like, unless you're like playing yourself. You know what I mean? I just yeah. think it's.
1: Uh, it can be difficult for a lot of people to understand that, um, like, some people I think are just two, there's two sides of it where you're, you just want to be this artist and stick to your, what you love. But then there's obviously what's popping and what actually is going to get you seen by a lot of people. And at the beginning of our project, I remember um, just because Daniel and I's, you know, brains are very different, I'm like a little more, like, he's very business. So a lot of the time he'd be like, yo, like, I feel like this is just not going to pop on Spotify or whatever. And I would be like, but it's my art, like yeah. I mean, I a lot of it. that
2: perspective that we're talking about came from me because I was trying to balance the. I I, I mean, I know there's this is a creative thing, Bonnie and Clyde, and the artistic yeah. thing, but it's also there's also a business side. So there's like a, a, there especially a in the beginning, yeah. there's a strategy that is tighter on a create from a creative side to maximize the probability of success is the best way I can say because you can't yeah. guarantee it. It's just like but right. you just like seeing all the things and trying to like. It's like a, an equation, the game, and then you just like have an answer, and that's yourself. People,
0: people don't understand how important the business side is. Like, they don't the yeah. you know, pay attention to it at all. Like, it's kind of scary. Y- yeah, honestly. like me and Drew, like for us, like that balance is like like product quality. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's like this is, has to be amazing. That's like kind of like the more artsy side. And yeah, I think like then there's like the business side, like right, the socials and all that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: So many artists think that they just can have a product and they just will work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But then I always bring up the references, like yeah. put like the best songs in the world on a USB and just chuck in the force, because nothing's going to happen Yeah, see what I'm saying but like yeah. you got to like be able to like I mean essentially like know the business I,
1: I've learned that I actually think there's a time and place for both and I think it's important sometimes with a team to have someone that's focused on like different aspects like, you know the creative whatever there can be multiple creatives that also have you know <coughs> business mind but the fact that he is more business and I'm a little more on the creative end kind of separates things for us and like helps us.
0: Yeah, you know what the, we, me and Drew feel strongly against that is this arts, artsy side that sucks Instagram layouts. People who do like this specific, like, I'm gonna cut every shape into the, the little box. You know, what wait I'm
3: saying? what? Or like, oh, or just yeah. like, or try to make it, their mean, feed people, look super like aesthetic. a certain artistic. But yeah. you only get one,
0: and they only do that
3: one. Wait, post you
1: guys stuff. hate when you go down on Instagram and it all looks like good together. Are no,
3: saying it doesn't yeah. work? That because good. it doesn't, it doesn't actually work like that. It's great. about the individual. Individual. Instagram post. is an individual product. Yeah, it's, so about, so it's a newsfeed product. It's the a newsfeed product. That's where the discovery. is. So you're saying
1: when you go down, wait, I'm so curious. I definitely think this is more of a girl thing. No, no,
3: no, it is because my yeah. wife is literally, she, she can't look at my Instagram. That's personal. Because like, it why are all these not going No, together. because, and I used to be like that too. I used, I have another Instagram where all yeah. my pictures are very like, I'm like look sad, together. artsy, whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah,
1: but. No,
0: but the reason this is, is if you yeah. look at your analytics, like you just really dive in, it's not that that isn't cool or doesn't work, yeah. but it's that you're optimizing for the profile view because usually you get that through a personal feed or your profile feed where so you get that, that strategy looking cool. Right. Yeah. But if you look at your impressions. Like ninety nine percent of them, like ninety plus, are coming from the news feed because it's a newsfeed product. So they're not seeing your their layout. whole thing. Yeah, it's not much. together. They're or seeing even a piece.
3: Explore the explore isn't a layout. Explore is a mess, it's but a it does a shit show. show. Right. It looks like my
1: feed. I feel you, though.
0: but we'll have
3: stuff that crushes it. But stuff that, that pops on it that, and you click on it. You know what's but interesting though?
0: Like, matching though.
3: It's, 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 it match. it's not. It's it's popping, but it's not match. It doesn't have to match. Like this is why I think that's what I'm saying. It's just random.
1: This is why I think. I definitely yeah, you know, I think this is more.
3: Hacks, bro. I think
1: this is more of a girl thing because there are people I look at just because I think their page looks dope.
3: And yeah. my life's the same way. I, I think it. I definitely think it's uh, like I've
1: hit up Pearls. I'm like, what I think it, I preset can, I think are you using? Really,
3: it, the problem is it just limits the fuck out of what you can post. Yeah. Like like you want to. If, if you had a layout, you couldn't like, post like a clip from this episode. Let, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, you know, know what, what I'm saying? Or or another one. Yeah. So and you know, imagine I, I, it would hate to not. Post I just a think clip it also matters what you care about.
1: Like some people have Instagrams I know, and they're just like, I just want this to look. Really cool and beachy yeah. in every repose. Like I want. Yeah, you're
0: right. It's you the know? people that expect though. Like they're going for
1: like a certain thing. And well, it's it's all about work. goals yeah. too, motives. Yeah, your motives. If you don't care
2: you know? about blowing up an Instagram, and you just care about having this dope aesthetic on your Instagram because that makes you happy. Then good for you. I but, mean, I
1: genu. I know people that are making money just off Instagram, and they're falling because their page looks dope. Yeah, but that, <laughs> like, that's
3: that's if you're maybe at the real top level, it's yeah. it's hard to keep up with too. Like okay. if you think if you think about the average kid, if they're trying to do yeah. that at their house, you know how hard that is. They're never gonna get a post up. You can do that maybe later down the road. Like yeah. maybe don't be, having it.
0: Don't be afraid to meme. I what you saying.
3: Yeah, don't don't be be memes afraid are to meme. great. Memes, memes Dude. will go off. I mean, like my highest performing post lately was a fucking random meme. Uh, you guys made FL. your own meme of you? No, yeah, no, we do that is, ourselves. Well, I, I've done that before too, but no, no it explodes when you this do this. Random one got twenty-one thousand likes. It's a fucking I just like, okay, it oh, like explore. about music literally so. a meme. You know what people don't understand about Any memes meme.
0: and why they're so powerful? So let me go down and find one real quick. The thing that people don't understand is like okay, so this is like yeah. a goofy one. Become fit, okay.
2: Master Buzz Clipping, so it's about production. Every
0: production thing you end up doing, like something happens, it's a joke though, it's a a meme, right? But if you click view insights, the reason even memes are good is it brought me 1832 profile visits that then go to other posts. Essentially, it helps you gateway drug when you don't have enough content, but like people just see it as like, that's meme. I'm like, are you looking at any of the data? You know what I'm saying? Me and Drew think very like... uh,
1: No, no, no. I, I feel what you're saying. Results driven. Yeah, well, um, you, gotta look
0: at, you gotta have some it's both it, but that's why
1: I like, think sometimes especially with like the music industry uh, you gotta have some of the artistry side because when you are so full business it like there have been times where um, you know we either didn't get a song out in time or like something was held back because we were talking about like the song working you know what I mean but yeah. it, there it does have to be a point where you're just releasing your art and hoping people will fuck with it and well, it's balancing that and organic. just being
0: sustainable it's, it's to that, ma- it's yeah. the math and art that's really
1: yeah. what it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. If it's you can way. strike
3: a good balance, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And obviously if you get to a point where you're like popping, you can just
3: do whatever just the fuck, fuck Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like we talked about, who is it? Uh, Paige is like, fuck you. I'm using my layout. <laughs> 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 it's
0: so funny. That's how <laughs> I that feel right now. When fuck it comes you. to
1: composition stuff, like, uh, especially lately, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm like, forget Spotify. I, but then there's this random shit like that, that like
0: giveaway like, though, like that giveaway, yeah. some random shit. That if someone's stuck with a the theme, it's like, all right, you, can't I, you can't. I guess you
3: can't. I guess she can post the giveaway and get it, ten works. thousand
1: followers yeah. real quick. You know Giveaways aren't I mean? no, no, random. No, we, we uh, do like we uh,
2: like lots of fun stuff with yeah. our fans. That's lot why
1: I said yeah. we just have multiple sides because I, I have this artistic side where I just want to be like weird as fuck, and then I have this side where it's like all these radio songs. I'm like, are comp- composed exactly how you'd hear anything yeah. on
0: the radio or whatever. Hey, Alex, can we get a time? What's what's the time run on this guy? I get a bad sense when we're just chatting here. Yeah, right?
3: it's been, it feels like it's been over an hour, but I
0: don't know. Because we're going to run a couple more uh, bonus questions, and we run it on the audio we, only. Yeah.
2: Bonus questions.
3: Bonus questions. You, you already asked one secret. of them, I'm pretty sure. It's all right, we'll problem. come we'll up, come some come some up with some
0: secret ones, ones on the fly. Uh, but then what we do is, so we put these on YouTube, <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. we say, hey, we're going to ask like three questions. We figure out some saucy questions, but then it's audio only. So it drives traffic back to Spotify or Apple cool. gotcha. And we should do a giveaway. Yeah, we do a giveaway. Wait, all, yeah, I was going to say,
1: like, we should re- do that thing. Oh, is this separate from the giveaway, the vocal thing you are talking about?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. No, yeah, no, we think that's dope. You just spoiled the surprise. For, I'm just kidding. No, fucking
1: No, but... Oh, we, haha, we, you can cut.
3: <laughs> what are we at right now, Alex? I think we're, uh, just showing 22 right now. We're to the full... Wait, what? What do you mean 22? Uh, He's looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at the wrong thing then, man.
0: It's okay. We can just go into the ending
3: segment. Yeah, it's. He's it's like, been, uh, this has not been recording the
0: it's, whole time. No, it,
2: it's. People it's, aren't gonna be mad because uh, into the. Off, right?
0: Yeah, it's it, cool.
3: It's uh, yeah, it's been at least an hour. I think. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Sweet. So I guess we'll do two things. One, let's quickly—not quickly. Not quickly uh, I want to. I want you guys to dive into you guys for a little bit. Like, I know you got some upcoming stuff you probably want to talk about, releases. Like, what do you want yeah. everybody to kind of think about for coming up or Bonnie <coughs> X cloud
1: Um, I think that. A lot of the music that everyone loves from us um, is—it is what it is. But we're going in a different direction, like with our next couple releases, which I think people are gonna enjoy. Uh, we're just getting a little more mature with our sound, and um, I think really finding what we both like together finally, and like making that. And so I think we're gonna not be surprising people, but it's definitely gonna be different from what we've been. We've been a little more like fun-loving pop. And you're gonna feel more
2: consistent music.
1: Yeah. Just like
2: more consistent with like consistent feel because we kind of like now feel like we know exactly what we want to do on a sonic level and just in general.
1: We're like the best version of ourselves right now, like about to start this new. uh...
2: Like, I feel like it's just getting started. Like, all that stuff was just like the, the pre. Yeah. The prequel or like the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It really was while we're chapter young. One, like chapter, it's like the you know, first. I think.
0: Yeah. I think even from outside of music perspective, I'm like excited for like what does you guys' show looks like, look like in four years?
1: I know. Because I that's feel so, like they've yeah. leveled up so you,
0: much. And yeah, you guys sound. like You're gonna have your own festival. The way you think about. No, we're definitely. That's experience. definitely it's part of the plan. It's definitely. You see what I'm saying, like, yeah. in my
2: head, I'm already thinking. I'm like, oh, they think a lot about. We're the gonna life. do it in Virginia. We're gonna do it in DC, Atlanta, Orlando, yeah. and Dallas. It'll be like my. That's like the goal. We're talking with like our dads four already. Four weekends in a row at one month and like have it like. Damn, that yeah. would be so yeah. sweet, man. Yeah, that's kind
1: of our, okay. our last names together might be the name. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the name is. But you guys we'll will it out.
0: have a long list and talk yes. about it for a while. It might pop into
2: Daniel's head or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got it.
1: <laughs> Wait, I want to tell them the main name, name,
2: but can we? Whatever you want.
1: It might be called Litsky.
2: Litsky? Because she's Lipinski and I'm Litman.
1: That's cool. So it's no, called, it's yeah, a, that's, no, that's catchy too. And like,
0: yeah, it's its own word. It's gonna be lit. So, just run it. I yeah. think you should run that. We'll, we'll play back this clip when it when it goes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it came from. Cool. So, all right, let's do a giveaway. You'll yeah. do the same um, thing, or
3: yeah, we'll just do. We usually do like five Cymatics gift cards.
0: Yeah, five. Cool. Was it two hundred dollars gift cards? I
3: think we did five one hundred. Yeah.
0: 100. All right, we're doing five hundred dollars Cymatics gift cards. All you have to do is uh, comment below this video and say what was your favorite spot. Timestamps obviously help. I was looking for a camera. I was like thinking about which camera I was on. And I was You're like, oh, on yeah. that one. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, by the way, we use that to then find the little clips for later for Instagram. And so we don't like, actually
3: have to find them ourselves. We yeah. can, we get everybody to help uh, us. So great. What, if, what if
0: everybody's saying like, oh, when Paige talked about that thing, it was really sick. Or yeah. when Daniel was talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about production. of this, That's cool. That's great. You know, and, we just and then it can be like,
2: oh, I, I remember where we were talking. It was like right here.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. And we got our secret questions coming in. So the YouTube episode is about to cut. Boom. All right, we're in audio only. So. Boom. This Boom. Is, so I should get naked? No. Yeah. Now, if you the, want, now. <laughs> All right, now we're off on video now. So, whatever you guys have been holding back. You're, you're, you're still
3: technically on video. So, anything that goes down, yeah. we, we're still, we still can post on Instagram. On the blooper,
0: <laughs> the blooper reel.
3: Um, yeah. So, I guess the
0: first thing I'd like to ask is what is like the number one thing? And, you, and this is kind of like a speed round, so you can just answer quickly. Uh, What's the number one thing, piece of advice you would give to like a newer producer trying to make it or an artist?
1: Find a sound that isn't like everyone else's. Um, find your own, your own sound and vibe that you love and that you want to stick with for a while. I would say,
2: Daniel. I guess when it's we're talking about before you even create a project and you're just sitting there and you're like, I want to be a DJ. In that moment, I think the most important thing, or DJ, or artist, or entertainer, or you know, a touring musical act, um, when you're sitting there and you're thinking about your brand and your music. At the end of the day, all the people in the industry, I'm saying like the people that put you in the places that you go to care about is how many people you can get to show up. So just having that in mind when you're creating things, but not like, it's like, cause you gotta also balance. It's the same thing, balancing the industry versus the artistry and finding your line. Cause artists are different. Some people are like completely like, I don't care about that. and they just do them and that works and some people do them and it doesn't work and some people really focus on the business but then the art's not lit and it doesn't work because of that so it's just a balance but knowing that the most important thing in this game as far as like propelling you on a touring side is getting on the road and and you know quote unquote the fun part. How many
1: tickets you can sell. But I mean dude
2: production's fun too it's all fun like life's just fun but um. Yeah. How many get people to show up and think about why? The answer, like that's the question. Why? Why are people going to show up? And if you can't answer that, then you should find an answer because that'll help you in your
0: in your experience. All right, I was gonna ask another question, but dude, those two answers are so
3: fucking good. That might be. A... I mean, dude, we, I I feel like we could ask him a business question because I mean, okay, compared to a lot of guests that we're gonna have on here, I, I feel like you're yeah. very like business savvy and you think about that stuff a lot. So. That's good.
0: I like the the duo you guys got. I think that's uh, the chemistry of like how you guys are thinking about the problem from two different perspectives. It almost like you guys are pulling. It's
1: them. also wild because I like, not that I had none of the business side. Like my dad's pretty good on that, but you've taught me so much that I wouldn't even be thinking of, especially when I sit down and I'm writing a track. Um, it can be for the best and for the worst but sometimes I'm like wow I actually think that it'll resonate more you know because I'm thinking about that side so
0: so Um, what's the one thing either branding or marketing related that you guys are doing that's really fucking working that that other you don't see a lot of other producers or artists doing like what strategy
1: I I honestly think one of the biggest things we have going for us is like our interaction with our fans and uh, when like you come to a show you're probably going to end up talking to us or like you know we just we're always interacting with people and i think people just like know that when they see our name or whatever they like know that interaction they had with us and they mm. feel like they're our friend and that i feel like has been really helping us out
2: what was the question major
1: actually
3: 13
0: like, what's the one biz, what's the one business or marketing thing that you guys are <laughs> or doing or branding or yeah, what, that, whatever that's helping i feel guys. like that's a big part of it. i mean
2: yeah. That's, yeah. that's i mean a cool thing about. that organically yeah. happened was this, we our fan base called the rose gang oh yeah and now we have these bandanas that are like have like these rose, this rose pattern on it, floral pattern, and it's like they're part of the gang. Like you get a rose, yeah. and I feel like these, the whole like, I don't like, fu- and it happened organically too. Like the whole... Mm-hmm. they started bringing roses, so we started giving them roses, type of environment, and I feel like that's really resonated with people because I mean, I mean, f- roses are ubiquitous. So like, having like, no, a so right. yeah, too, like, like a fandom type thing, like creating like that. a community yeah. under your community mm. for, for people to relate to. And feel like like, you're
1: part of a family. Like, like, that's another thing. Like, the Rose Gang, I should have mentioned, but uh, just like us passing out roses, and it also has to be a natural thing, I think. Because Daniel and I don't, we're not like, oh my gosh, we're going to talk to this many people today. 65
2: roses
0: tonight. Yeah.
1: Well, we definitely bring, like, we try to bring as as many roses as we can. People, you know, they usually give us, like, a a bouquet. No, every show,
2: there's a dozen roses there Um, that we have to
1: but it's really about being yeah. organic, like being yourself. Cause usually when I'm talking to these people, like I want them to feel like we're homies. Cause like, I either want to like, you know, help inspire them or do whatever. Like we generally just want to like help other people and like make them feel good and have the best time of their life. So it's like, I think that's just a huge part of why we're working too. Is like, we like- just, I
3: think almost every successful person I know does something like that. They're just trying to help people out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and just be transparent. I think like there's so many DJs that like, I don't know like i look at their brand and there is something to say about like not knowing so much you know like that distance between like the celebrity like being like oh my god i wonder what they're like is cool but nowadays with social media it's like we want to know everything about everyone and yeah. we want to be on their story so i think it just helps you the more you can connect 100
0: percent. and you know what's crazy i think that i'm definitely i want to do that because dude i see it with so many people who create this like cult movement and they identify yeah. like Rose Gang you know what I'm saying there's yeah. like there's like people you see a symbol or whatever yeah well I mean dude think about Russell Brunson dude he has
3: yeah he has what his, funnel
0: hacker dude it, Gary has Vayner Nation there's so many different people that have like something and yeah. it doesn't always even have to be so cocky as like like Rose Gang is not like you know, like, a, a, a well, specific like, name, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, name kind of feels, like, ego-related. Like, Steven fan club would be lame as fuck. Right? Yeah.
1: But no, like, but it's a spin. Like, because, ro- like, like, a gang is usually intense, but, like, Rose gang is, yeah. like, all right.
0: And it's like, roses. you <laughs> like, know, part of your theme. So, it's not, uh, I mean, I, for us, man, I think that'd be fire. Yeah. Even, like, something about sound design or production. No, it, it
1: would be so cool. Gotta I think really about I I'm surprised that you guys already that. don't have it's that. Common. You probably do already have a cinematic fan
3: club. I mean, we kind of we have a really hardcore fan base. it's just yeah. we don't have like Dude, a. Instagram
0: has changed the game
3: for us. Yeah. Have they not
1: named themselves? I feel like your fan base has. What? Like name them online. Like I feel like I would find them like naming themselves something They're or just like calling something. Producers,
3: I've never seen. I've never seen. I've read name. a lot of fucking. Oh my gosh, name. I'm gonna
1: name that. So Start I'm really comment. good at this. Actually, sad note. I if named. Anybody wants to I comment an an for
3: that too? <laughs> what? 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 people should comment ideas for that too in the comments names yeah yeah are, names, are, are names for the names fan for base fan for CineX that's, 100% I'm definitely okay, gonna help you you know how you guys. I know this works now I'm gonna be looking in the it's comments it's because
0: when we were doing the uh, the 100 second club or the 100 comment club everybody would comment 100 comment know. Everybody. 100 would,
2: comment club it, like having something associated with interaction I, yeah, I was, that's what we did yeah, we had, it was yeah. so good it,
0: it, people use it, it You once you start it it keeps going forever so you gotta make sure because we started that shit it was like holy shit We let's take a step back just I do
1: want to help you guys though I'm really good at naming stuff for people like I've there named if you have any ideas,
0: feel free. Shoot them our way.
1: I definitely we're, will.
0: We're down. Meme Squad. P.O. Box on the link. All right. Do y'all want to wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Cool. All right. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for coming to do this episode. There's a lot of sauce yeah, here. This was awesome. I
1: know. Thank you, guys. I, I definitely feel like we've been like, like, I'm ready for a dab. Yeah, <laughs> me too. That's, that's what I'm about that's to the, do right now. That's
0: the last note. All right, guys. Peace. <laughs> Boom. Peace. That was great. Oh, my ass. Oh, standing up feels amazing.